Hello, listening people. Hello? You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm the other one, Bartek. Bartek what? What's your last name? Um, it's really long and hard to pronounce, so forgive me if I say it wrong. Okay. Um, K-A-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
The Love Mountain. Wait, it's not the Love oh, Mountain. Oh, we're doing it's not Mountain of Love. I feel like I'm in a, like a Borat sketch. Or we're something. doing the Mountain of Love, are we? It's a good title, but no, we are doing The Love Guru. The Love Guru? Oh my god, the movie that has Jessica Alba. Mm. Yeah. I love her. She's it also has that Michael... What, Michael Sarah? Michael Myers. Michael Myers, the serial killer he stopped from the Halloween? <laughs> yeah, he stopped being in Halloween. <laughs> Finally! <Yeah>. What? <laughs> oh my god, I've been waiting for the Halloween remake that they're doing right now. It's they come early. It's gonna remake. No, but they're doing another one with Jamie Lee Curtis oh, right now. She's come back as an old, old lady version of her character from the original. Also, oh, it's a distant it's, sequel? It's a reboot sequel, reboot remake. It's a seaboot. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a remake then, but it all is, the other though, words it does. But like. it will be pra- practically the same movie, but with old version of her. We'll do that next week. For now, we are doing <laughs> The Love Guru. <laughs> the Love Guru, but we need an expert on love. To be our guest, someone who just oozes sex appeal. Do yeah. we have Mike Myers as a guest on the show? No, unfortunately, he was busy doing lots of movies. Do we have his poor counterpart as the guest? I, I do not know their financial situation, so I cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny that. And even if I, I like how you took it as a financial thing and not, <laughs> not anything else. Much less, much less, much less insulting version of poor. Do you want to introduce to yourself to you? Well, no, I, I just... Then quiet you. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> Fucking interrupt really us. should be quiet. You know, I'm very upset <laughs> that our guest today... Talked. ...is a person, a man in this room... <laughs> oh, ...who does I'm... not have an English name and whose last name begins with K-A. That's a lot. It could be anyone. <laughs> who is it? It describes me, too. That's the joke. Oh, that's the joke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I got it. I don't speak Polish, so maybe I didn't get that because joke. Because the description I applied... <laughs> Applies, applies to, to me, Bartek Kaspirshak, and our guest, Sorab Kaikoband. How are you, Sorab? I'm good, thank you very much. Are you much. so rab? I am so <laughs> rab. Like, so, so rab. It's you know, ridiculous how rab there's I a am. Version of your, there's a version of you in another reality called So Rib, and then I would say, are you so ribbed? And the ladies would go, yes! And it would be very sexual. For their pleasure. That's, For that's their the way pleasure. Yeah. Now... You're here for our pleasure, and am, the audiences, yes, and yes. the listening well, this is the love and the guru. pets. We're doing the love guru, everyone. Um, the Mike Myers comedy classic? That classic, yeah. It's been 10 years? It's infamous, it to say been, the it's least. It's 10 years, wow. 10 years since Mike Myers graced our presence in this film, and uh, films in general, I think. Because <laughs> I think Inglourious Bastards yeah. was also 2000. And- Eight? I can't there remember. Thereabouts. Was it? Thereabouts. Thereabouts. It was a while ago. He's made. Maybe Queen's 09. made two more movies since then. So <laughs> wow. they, movies That's take true, three actually, to four years. Has, so, yeah. so you guys have to get your copy of The Love Guru ready because I imagine you all have a legal copy. I do. I have it on They've DVD. They've had 10 years to get it. You've had 10 years, <laughs> to, 10 years to make yeah. Mike Myers happy. I've got my DVD copy of it ready, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a countdown from three. I'm going to go down to one and say play, and you're going to press play as well. I'm going to give you how many seconds we're in into the film, so you kind of have an idea of where we're at. Throughout the whole episode. That's the whole. That's the whole podcast. One, two, three, four, <laughs> that's five. All, that's all we're gonna do. We need three people to do it as well. Well, yeah, we need someone to do it in Polish and <laughs> someone to be sexy about it, and me to be the informative one. Sure. <laughs> so. So who's gonna be the sexy one? Uh, well, it was implied the listening people. 
Ah, okay. And, and <laughs> Sorab's just here for moral support. Well, Sorab's here for moral support. Sorab's a guest. We can't work him too hard. No. So get your copy ready because we're going to start this in the three, two, one, play. So the film is on. We're one second, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds in. And we have the lovely opening credits from our favorite movie studios. This is the favorite, Paramount. Fox. <laughs> Fox. <laughs> Surprise! Um, how long till Disney buys Paramount? They, it was announced today, this morning, I read. You're fucking kidding what? me. I'm not, I'm not joking. I read it this I read this morning that it was apparently finalized. Oh, my. Oh, oh for Fox? For Fox, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Disney, I thought you meant Disney Paramount. No, like, no, no, no. Oh. No, not for Paramount. <laughs> Disney bought Fox. So, the film opens up with the brave choice of hiring Morgan Freeman to do the voiceover. Right, yeah. And then you're... Yeah. Re- Very brave choice. In- incredibly brave. We haven't seen Morgan Freeman since Evan Almighty, so it's yeah. great to have it's him also, back on. I love the originality of using Morgan Freeman to do a voiceover. I love that's that it's brilliant. on the East India voiceover machine and they have a Morgan option. And it's not just the East India voiceover machine, it's the East India voiceover machine company. Well, they, So they made many of these. In only East India. In only East India. Is there something wrong with West India? Oh, we don't talk about West India. Yeah. You know Dennis Rodman, the former NBA NBA basketball player and North Korea lover? He was on a show. <laughs> yeah, people, isn't it more that North Korea loves him? Because no, no. He likes, I think he likes them as no, well. He, no, he likes them too. So it's a mutual thing. It's a mutual thing. Here's, here's where I'm going to go with this. Two things. One, people have seriously discussed whether or not he should win the Nobel Peace Prize because he... He has been claimed to be the reason America and North Korea are in conversation right now. Wow. I can believe and that it. in itself is worth a peace price. But also, also, he was on the Eric Andre show a while back and they were like, so North Korea, what do you think of it? It's like, North Korea, what's that? There's a West Korea they don't tell you about. And then he proceeded. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dead serious and proceeds to not answer any more questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, the Eric Andre show, that show's crazy. It got to the point where Hannibal Barris was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, he broke character. like, what? So we're starting off with um, a great joke about Jane, Dame Judi Dench with the idea that Stephen Colbert attacked her. You could tell that this movie was qu- 10 years ago because Colbert has a lot higher voice. He does. And yeah, I, I had to pause and be like, is that Stephen Colbert? <laughs> and here's the thing. I was a fan of the Colbert Report. I very much I love that too. show. I also love his other show when in the early 2000s called Strangers with Candy. A great comedy show. You should watch it. It's it's very good. It's a piss take on those Saved by the Bell type shows where it's mm. like, the moral of the lesson is don't do drugs. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, but it's a great show. And his voice is not high in those things. I think he's putting on his voice a little higher in this for some oh, reason. I don't know. Very because I remember watching... Well, he character get, thing. He, he gets high later. He does, maybe. Yeah. He does get high later, that's true. Uh, and spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Justin Timberlake's in this. Uh, and <laughs> I'm actually a big Justin Timberlake fan. Music or acting? Uh, music. Oh. Yes. You're a big Backstreet's uh, I, boy fan, are you? He was in NSYNC. Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, his so, his, more his solo. I, I, I really am. I'm, so Sexy Back was your favorite song? It wasn't my favorite, but I do like are that song. Are you sure? You want to you give that another take? Was Sexy Back your yes, favorite sorry, song? Yes, sorry, yes. How could you not say that? my favorite song. I literally know no other song <laughs> other than Sexy Back in really? his solo career. I know one other one, but I don't know the name. There you go. <laughs> See, which says he doesn't it, know it. How does it go? 
I'm not sure of what I see. Don't give up for me. Oh, that's Science, but he was only Science. featuring in that song. See, it's a, oh, that's not his song. It's a Snoop Dogg song. Oh, oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, we all love Snoop <laughs> on the show. I wish he was in this movie. It would have added a bit of flavor. He, he would actually be a great fit in this movie, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would have be been amazing. great as as one of the pitches of the Gurus. Gurus. Was this that would have been awesome? Was this during his been... was this during his Snoop Lion phase? No, that came no, that when was, we were that at was uni. More recent, yeah. Oh, okay. 2012, 2000. 13 i want to say yeah that was way wow. more recent than that, that than... didn't last long either did it it no. lasted two one or two years really but he usually okay. does that with his stuff snoop dogg is the one that's lasted the longest, the longest yeah because it's the most sensible one i guess so yeah uh and here we open up with a musical number <laughs> one of many now Sorab, you're into theater Acting. Are you yes. into musical theater at all? I like musical theater. Do you partake in it yourself? Do you... I do not, as I am not the greatest singer. Are you sure? With that voice? Quite certain. Now, Mike Myers isn't the greatest singer either, but he gave it his all. In he this. did give it his all. I want to ask you guys a question. Does this comedy film fall under comedy musical as well with its four musical numbers? I think you could throw it in that category. It's the, in the at the Golden Globes. It's the same category for some reason. So yes, so, because musicals and comedies are the they're same. They're exactly the thing. same. Oh, is that what the Martian won that one time? Yes, and, yeah. and everyone and the was Martian annoyed. is both musical and a comedy. Apparently, <laughs> it has comedic elements for sure. But yeah. musical elements. Well, he does listen to David Bowie sometimes. So. Right, sure. So there well, you go. Well, Ryan, we should to answer your question. We should go on Wikipedia, go to the bottom of the Love Guru page, and see if it's in like the category for. Comedies Musicals with musical elements or something. This is a comedy musical, right? I guess it would have to and be. And a sports yeah. movie too. <laughs> yeah, and a sports movie. This movie has everything. And a spiritual movie. Very spiritual. Very, very. John Oliver's in this. This is a movie that has literally all of those late night talk show people. It does, doesn't it? Not only does it have, get this, have John Oliver and Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Colbert and, you know, others. It has Samantha B, who... Where is she? Is she where she is, she is Cinnabon worker. Oh, my God. You really? see her literally for two frames. She hands him wow, his Cinnabon okay. thing. That's her. And I was thoroughly surprised. Now, no Bartek, you probably don't know Samantha B, but she's like one of those comedic, like, Colbert type. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's one of the, one of the many that took the Colbert reports area when he left. Yeah. Like, when him and The Daily Show kind of... Like, I know The Daily Show is still on, but when Jon Stewart and him left, it opened up this power vacuum of all yeah. of these random people trying There's to fill so that spot. Many and now. And John Oliver is probably the one that took it the best out of all of them. Yeah, I love John Oliver's show. It's great. It's so funny to see these people in this movie, and I know for a fact it that really these is. are the type of people who would have whole segments on their show taking the piss out of movies, out of like, movies this, like this it's with true. people that they know in them. Yeah. And... I would, I would love to know if Colbert has talked about this or if I know John Oliver. John, Oliver. John Oliver made a joke about being in the Love Guru once. I As think. has Did Mike he? Myers. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mike, sure he has. I know Mike Myers has appeared on the show, but now seeing this movie again, it reminded me. Oh yeah, they were both in this. They already knew each other. The thing about Mike Myers is he's he's a very um, he's a very uh interesting guy in real life. He's very you know quiet and yeah and nice and. He's talked about this movie jokingly, like when he appeared on Saturday Night Live and he's appeared as Dr. Evil and he makes a few jokes about like, like, you know, when um, North Korea wanted to attack movie cinemas because they're going to play the interview and he's like, mm-hmm. they don't need to do that. They don't need to put that much effort in. 
I did that once. I put a bomb in cinemas. It was called The Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, right? Here's a joking aspect to it, but he still takes this film very, very seriously to his heart. I mean, uh, you know, a few months ago now, a couple months ago now, Vern Troyer died. And yeah, he yeah. went on all the talk shows circuits and talked about him. And he really talked about this movie quite a lot because, you know, him as Mini-Me was fun and he, he discovered him through that and he, he was great. But... He really talked about this film because Vern got to act. Yeah. He got to talk and Vern Troyer really held this movie to his heart because this wasn't a movie just for a dwarf actor to play. Like, of course, they turned the jokes into that, but the character didn't need to be a dwarf right. actor. And right. he would only get those kind of roles, like in Harry Potter and Mini-Me and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, and sure. Bubble Boy. Which, Stunt yeah, Baby. that's right, Bubble Boy. Stunt Baby and Baby's Day Out and stuff like that. Yeah. So he, he really, really loved doing this film because he actually got to play a character that wasn't just assigned to someone who is a dwarf actor. Like, it could have been assigned to, like, a full... like It could have been anyone. Yeah, it could have been, been anyone. anyone. It could have been yeah. John Oliver. Yeah. You know, it could have been yeah. anyone. It could have been Mike Myers. I'm really surprised Mike Myers stood back in this one and only played two roles, which is... Pitka and Mike Myers. Um, he technically played teenage and child version of himself, but it was the same character. But yeah, yeah, same character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, like he didn't. Do... But he didn't do that in Lost in Powers. So you know, it's a no, step up. <laughs> he didn't do in Goldmember where he played three characters. He played four. Four. What was the fourth one? Oh, Fat Bastard and Goldmember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Doctor Evil. He played two in the Powers. first one, three right. in the second, and four in the four fourth in the... one. Third okay, one. Okay. I forgot about Fat Bastard being in Goldmember for some it reason. It was very like one two scene wonder. Yeah, it was just like in the bathroom. In right? Tokyo, Sumo. in Tokyo, yeah, in the yeah. cinema. Right, uh, right. Uh, Austin Powers. Of course, let's talk about our history with this film. As the film dares to go thirty years into the past, in which they took the brave choice of CGing his head onto a child's body and mm-hmm. um, getting Sir Ben Kingsley, Oscar-winning actor. Didn't he win for Gandhi? Yes. He did, right. Um, Oscar-winning actor to play cross-eyed um, guru... What was it? Um, uh, Tug and my Puddha. Tug and my Puddha. Let's talk about right. histories with this movie and whether yeah. or Traditional not Indian name, by the way. It yeah. is. Yeah. I've do seen do Indians pour things like that? That's how I have my coffee every morning. Good. Yeah. Um, Bartek, your history with the love guru. Have you seen this before? Heard of it before? Yeah, what I, is it? I mentioned before, yeah, the first time I saw this. So, yeah, I saw this once before. It wasn't in the cinema. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was a DVD copy or if my stepbrother downloaded it, but I remember distinctly watching it in my room. Okay. Um, and I rewatched this film for the show in my room, so you know, same location for the same film. Maybe the circle of life. Maybe time stayed still when you mm. watched this, and and the time you watched it in the past synced up with when you were watching it the other night, and it's mm. actually the same time. Yeah, and um, so regarding Rumble my history, cool. you mentioned earlier that the movies we do on the show might not necessarily be in like people's top ten, top well, or bottom. This is though, this one it? fits into a lot of people's bottom ones. For me, when I first watched it, because I'd I'd heard about it in the months leading up to it being released, like oh, um, I think there was a article or something talking about how Mike Myers has always loved Bollywood films, and now he's doing a film that will have elements of Bollywood films in them. So I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. And I like Mike Myers. I like comedies. Um, for some reason, I didn't see it in the cinema. But when I did end up watching it, 
I walked out of it being like, that was very different. Like, when you were describing the genre, from what I was expecting, different from what I was expecting. Sure. Like, when you were describing the genres, like, this is a sports film, this is a, a comedy, comedy spiritual film, satire. Um, musical. musical. I satire. I don't know what it's satirizing, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot of things. And Capitalism, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I remember walking out of it being like, I didn't hate it, but I feel a little bit underwhelmed. Like, I wasn't... I was walking in with false expectations. Mm-hmm. Did you expect it to be Austin Powers, but with Indian jokes in it? Be honest. Not really, no. I was. I kind of <laughs> did too, yeah. I, did too. <laughs> I think that's what most people were expecting. They thought it was going to be Austin Powers, but Indian. I mean, I always... I've always liked Mike Mize. He's a bit of a character actor. He can play great characters. So I just thought, oh, Like? It's... Name something outside of Austin Powers. Go on. Wayne? There you oh, go. Okay, that's a good yeah. one. I, I love, love Wayne's, yeah, World. Wayne's World. They make a reference brilliant. to it in this movie. They do, yes. Yes, that's right. Classy reference. Um, have you seen anything else other than those of him? I feel like I... Obviously does Shrek gross. count? Shrek does Shrek count. Counts. Yeah, Shrek counts. He has done... And Shrek br- is brilliant, let's be honest. He is brilliant, isn't he? Have you guys seen... Uh, it might even be on the show one day, but it did launch his career other than Wayne's World. Uh, oh, that axe murder thing? Yeah, my wife... I married an axe I've murderer. always wanted to see it. I haven't seen that. He's, no. He plays his own, I think, grandfather in that, and it's just the fat bastard voice. <laughs> because his only accent he can really do is Scottish. Mm. So he's like, I'll use it all the time, hence also Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who was the original voice actor for Shrek? Uh, Chris Farley. Yeah, and then he right. died. Yeah. Really? They have some of those voice recordings. You can really? listen to them online, and uh, you can see how how it would have worked. Yeah, you can was, really was hear he putting how... on an accent. No, no, he was doing Chris Farley's doing voice, Chris but Farley. you could see no, this would work because. Remember, Shrek's a very cynical character in the yeah. first one, and Chris Farley could do that. Yeah, I mean, remember him in what was it, Billy Madison? Yeah, that's like the yeah. one thing I can remember him from. Oh, I love him in Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, yeah, where he's where he's actually not cynical. He's very, very. That's true. He's not the happy. cynical character. It's in Tommy David Boy. Spade in that, but yeah. like you know, he plays. He's very good at that. Like I love him on Saturday Night Live when he's playing Dave Foley. Uh, no, Matt Foley, the motivational speaker, and yeah, he's yeah. just like. You want to live in a van down by the river? Keep up that doobie smoking. <laughs> oh, we got ourselves a rider here. Where you'll be doing a lot of riding when you're rolling up that paper for your doobies. <laughs> so, I my history with this is I had never seen this. I had heard about it. I was excited to see it, but I never did. I don't think it came on anywhere where I was living. I think it was one of those movies that just no cinema in the small country towns of Australia said, let's put on The Love Guru with Mike Myers. I I just don't think it happened. Wasn't the market for that? No. No? I don't think... I think we're too racist. (laughs) (laughs) To enjoy this movie. To enjoy this movie, because this movie seemed like a positive. Yeah. uh, Which it kind of is and kind of isn't. Um Mm. I never saw it. I'd heard it's infamy for being mm. the movie that killed Mike Myers' career. I mean, he had Cat in the Hat. That also helped it mm-hmm. along with death. And then he did this, and he's been gone since, really. He's probably, you know, he does Shrek, and that's not, diminishing returns. And yeah. It, his career is gone, and he is gone, and people still want a Wayne's World 3, and I say, God, why? Why would yeah, you want a Wayne's World 3? Why would you ever want to see old versions of, of these characters? Mm. It's like people really... You know, last week we had on uh, another podcast, uh, the San Dimas School of Film, and we talked about uh, Bill and Ted 3, and I'm worried about there being that, a Bill yeah. and Ted 3. I don't want to see them yeah, as old entered, men. It entered pre-production like last month. Even though, even though Keanu... 
is amazing. He, and, and also still looks super young. Like, he doesn't uh, look as young as he did back then, Alex but he still Winters looks, young. looks pretty much the same, except for a little just a bit chubbier. And, really? Yeah, I mean, okay. I could see them still playing it, but it's the thing of they are still these that old. characters that are very young people characters of yeah. the time. To be fair, yeah. at the end of Burger's Journey, they become old. I know that, <laughs> but it's... Oh, Val Kilmer. Look how young and healthy he is. You haven't it's, seen it's The Snowman? Identical to Top Gun in this movie. You haven't seen The Snowman? I haven't seen The Snowman. When did you see The Love Guru, Saurabh? What's your when history with this? My history with this is I had not seen it um, at all. Uh, and you told me we were going to do it. And so I thought, okay, I'll check it out. I and did tell you we were going to do this. Yeah. And and so I, I watched it. And I got to say, I can't believe I hadn't seen it. I know. I can't either. I was, I was shocked. Was I, this your favorite joke? Did you realize was, that Mariska was, Hagate was an actress and that I, it wasn't an actual greeting? I, yes, no, I did. I recognized <laughs> her. I couldn't place where I recognized her until they made the joke. Until they made the joke, but, but I did you, recognize. But did you her. realize that the Mariska Hagate was a a name before she appeared? Like before she physically appeared, because they're doing it like throughout before she even appears. Did you right. guys realize that she was an actress? No, I didn't no, know until no. after I finished the film and was researching it. Oh, you didn't even get it with the. Oh special no, no, no. I knew. Joke. Yeah, yeah. That's when I got it. When when he like I recognized I her and I thought she's on a show or something like that. I'd never heard of her. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. well, see, I, I like even just now, like you said her name. I didn't know her name. Well, she's in the Ice T show. Law and Order SVU. Yes, yes. And he was in our film last week, Johnny Mnemonic. So, is he in Johnny Mnemonic? Yes, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't. Know he that. plays the head of the Lotex, a group okay. of mercenaries against technology, but oh, they use technology. Sure. It's very good. It sounds confusing. Bartek, is this cool. genuine to Bollywood? Is this the kind in... of Bollywood you would see? Yes, with the grainy and yeah. The, the, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Fantastic. So they're nailing that aesthetic. They were. I was like, oh, I bet Bartek is going to come in and be like, no, no, I've, Bollywood's like that. I've probably... Have you seen many Bollywood films? I've seen quite a number, yeah. He um, sees okay. them a I, lot. I haven't... Really? Okay. I, not, not that much, but I... More than... I, I definitely see a few a year. De- well, yeah, I haven't seen any, so that would definitely <laughs> and be he's Indian. So there you go. Oh, so there you go. He sees like I used four to, have an, to ten a year. I used wow. to have an Indian friend that told me I was more Indian than them. <laughs> Well, That's what just, people said to Mike just Myers. Judging by the amount of Bollywood you watch, I would agree with that. Yes. One of my favorite actors is Shahrukh Khan, so that says something. That's Khan! quite Indian. That's quite Indian. Um, well, people said that to Mike Myers, and he said, good idea, I should play a character that was raised in India, but is American still. But he's Canadian? Yeah. Well, his it, name's uh, Maurice. I'm a little bit confused so, yeah. on that part. Why? Well, Did you want him to brown face it up? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. Because he could have. He restrained himself. He could have. It, it, it is restrained. I, I appreciate that. But but what's that accent he's doing? It is. Is it is it kind of like, well, like, oh, I had an American accent, but then I grew up in India, so it's kind of like a hybrid? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Yeah. I watched the special features to this movie. Oh, Ooh. you did? Mike Myers had some words of wisdom. Oh, Oprah's here now. Yeah. Um, Mike Myers had this to say. He he on purposely made things dubious and uh, uh, hard to pin down with Pitka. 
Mm. Like, what religion is he? He is an amalgamation of many kind of ideas of religion. He mm-hmm. follows the Bible, he mentions throughout That's right, the movie, he does mention the Bible. But he on purposely made it vague with a lot of the stuff because he didn't want to pin it down to a stereotype of just one particular race or one particular mm. religion. So mm-hmm. his accent is on purposely mixed around, so he chucks in some English inflections in yeah, there. A little he bit ch- of British Indian. Yeah, there is a bit of Brit- British, British Indian. British Indian and... Yeah. and and he's Canadian, natural Canadian, and all of mm-hmm. that. So he on purposely made it a bit dubious because he also was like, this this world is a cartoon world. It doesn't take place in our actual real world. Right, sure. So mm. you got to commend him on doing that because it could have been easy for him because we all know Mike Myers. He's the white version of Eddie Murphy in terms of <laughs> we'll play multiple characters and makeup and a comedy and you're like, yeah. oh my God, it's impressive. You know, he can yeah. be Fat Bastard and Gold Member and Dr. Evil and... And his last name begins with an M. You know? Yeah, there you go. And it could have been easy for him to make the faux pas of playing Indian and being in brown face and prosthetics and all sure. this kind of stuff but instead he's just like ah make me a white guy that and grew up in guy, India yeah. and, and you know what I thought that worked really well because after I watched the film and I was researching it and I was reading up about you know how a bunch of um, like Hindi groups were upset about the film but saying like I think their verdict was it's not offensive but it's not really you know real it's not really real. real. It's not yeah. really representative of, of us. But that's what he um, wanted. But, but yeah. when I was looking at the film, I wasn't thinking of him like as an Indian stereotype or anything like that. I really did get that sense of like an amalgamation, the vagueness. Yeah, I... And I, I think, I think honestly, I think he made the right choice, especially speaking story-wise. He's so motivated to make something of himself in this movie because he is not a traditional Indian guru. So he feels like he has something to prove. And you and you get that throughout mm. the movie, I think. And I think it also works because the problem with his character is he is too much of an idealistic capitalist to actually understand the That's true. Eastern philosophies and ways of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And he learns that through the movie. He doesn't have to he be the... Journey. He doesn't have to be the next Deepak. He has to be the first Pitka. You know, That's like, exactly that's right. The it's a journey of self-discovery, really. And You know what's also funny about me liking Bollywood films? Throughout the whole film, I kept thinking... I get I kept mixing up Deepak Chopra with an actual Bollywood director whose last name's Chopra. Uh, well, well, it's I, like Smith over there, so... Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's understandable, Bartek. I'll forgive you on that one, but he won't. Deepak, he's not a man uh, of he forgiveness. Se- he's sure not he at all. Seems... No, he's a harsh dude, man. Is he? He's... That's all an act. It's all an TV. act. He's oh. pretending. Like, behind the he scenes... He has a Wikipedia page. Behind the scenes, he's actually he's actually House of Cards, you know, he's killing yeah. dogs and shit yeah, and yeah, like yeah. giving monologues to no one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> Is big that what into, that show's about? He's big into soliloquies. He's he loves yeah. them. Well, yeah. I've never actually watched more than one episode of House of Cards, oh, really? but it is Oh you should. It's oh fine. yeah, but I think my dad likes it. But uh, I'll get into that later. But like it is basically like modern day Shakespeare, like oh he'll give soliloquies. It's based and... on Richard the Third. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. There you go. So, like, yeah. It's based on a sequel, so it's not going to be yeah, <laughs> as good as the first. Yeah. It's never going to be as good as Richard the First. I think that's a Fresh Prince joke. What am I? Just... Wow. You want to steal jokes a, from Will Smith's fresh, corpse? Fresh How Prince could joke? you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. What's Hil- Hillary? The, I think she made that joke. Yeah, I think she did. Wow. Yeah. You're going to steal it from her? Wow. Well, I'm, I'm calling myself not out even on the it. best character in the Fresh Prince universe. I had a massive crush on Hillary when I was a kid. I did not like The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air growing what? up. I would rather watch... Uh, this is how white I am. I'd rather watch Frasier. <laughs> I liked Frasier too. It is Ryan, much... Uncle Phil will not give you his mashed potatoes. Uh, it's Uncle okay. Niles will say 
something witty. Niles will say something witty. You can always count on Niles for something witty. Um, now, House of Cards, I'm dubious about wanting to watch it because I know that it's just all in fucking ruins now because Kevin Spacey. Because Kevin Spacey, yeah. And there's something inherently sad about having to watch a show knowing that its conclusion is not what it was going to be or is there ever going to be one? Like, I've never yeah. watched Deadwood because I know it doesn't yeah, end yeah, and I right. just don't want to dedicate hours so of my yeah, life to something. Did they, did, they try the, to, yeah. did they try to wrap it up or does it just end? No, they're going to focus on his wife, apparently. Oh, they're going to continue? No, but apparently, and so I'm, I'm not up to date, but apparently I have a friend who's up to date and he said they were, le- they were heading that way anyway. Apparently, but but it's one of those shows. But it's one of those shows. I haven't seen it. It's one of those shows about couple, the couple, the couple, the couple. And now it's going to be like about her, and I'm like, ah, whatever. Uh, Like I don't know. As as Australians, when you saw his car, did you think of Red Rooster? No, I I thought of I thought of that brand, Lecoq. Yeah, yeah. Which is what he is. Yeah, he is. His I Jacques guess, I guess Lecoq. You thought, you thought of Red Rooster? I guess because I live near one. Right, okay. One of the few remaining And ones. there is a giant red rooster on his car. So, yeah. yeah. And on his everything, really. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. Justin Timblake, I've always appreciated as a comedic actor. Uh, he's a good, serious actor, too. But I've liked him when he's done comedic works. I mean, I like the fact that he has a sense of humor. He does. Uh, have a, because he's very funny. You see him on he's Saturday. He's very charismatic. You see him on Saturday Night Live. He is very funny. Uh, you know, because he... When he was in, in sync... Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't think those guys were funny. They no. took themselves seriously, they really and they did. were terrible. No they, offense, yeah. Sorab, but no, they were they, terrible. They were terrible. Okay, I mean, Backstreet Boys were better though, because Backstreet's back. All right, take yeah, that in sync. But really, like, I'm gonna say bye, bye, bye to that. Okay, because in sync was pretty good. Uh, okay, they're no Spice Girls though, right? <laughs> no, no one's. <laughs> please, there's only one Spice Girls. Okay, they're no Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, so, <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> which we will do on the show because that movie's amazing. That is, yeah, that has that is a true Rosario Dawson in it. Is that it? Does it does? Uh, have Rosario that Dawson every movie it. has Rosario Dawson in it. Like Rent, the movie has Rosario Dawson. Rent? Yeah, no shit. In Sin City. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, I remember her in Sin City. Unforgettable. Is, <laughs> is the Josie and the Pussycats movie based on the cartoon? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it's live action, buddy. All right. Yeah. Well, so, Scooby Doo did that. So it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, but they don't. Have it, s- will it's, it's it will be fine. It already exists. So. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jacques Lecoq Grande could only be played by Justin Timberlake because That's some strong eyebrow work, Brian. By the way. <laughs> Mike Myers specifically said he wanted to have him in the movie because he was, and I am quoting... The special features? Yeah, from, special features. from Mike Myers' own mouth, his man crush and boyfriend. <laughs> man crush and boyfriend. Yeah. He said, I wanted him because he's my man crush. He's my boyfriend. And I just went, oh, Mike. All right. I didn't want sure. you to tell us this. So tell me yeah. more. Yeah. Um, so that's why he's in the movie because Mike Myers, when he's hot, yeah, wow. and he's worth having a big cock. Wow! And there we go. Mike, <laughs> Mike Myers saw Justin Timberlake one time and went, "He's worthy of that." That has happened with a few of those kind of people where people have seen them and went, "Oh, they're great," and for no particular reason, they've put them in things like people with things. Mark Wahlberg all the time, like Paul Thomas Anderson. He's great. Put him in fucking Boogie Nights. Do you reckon Mike Myers came up with the idea of casting Justin Timberlake while he was at Egg Road Rooster? I think he came up with it when he was looking at his own penis and was like, I have a big cock. I better get some other actor to play this role. I don't want to brag because I'm Mike Myers. <laughs> I'm very modest. <laughs> you know, uh, I won't play that role. No. no. I'll play the lead, but I won't play the I've big cock I've already played role. one sex magnet. Yeah. 
I don't want to keep that up. I don't want people to stereotype me as that sexy guy. As the sexy guy. <laughs> as the sexy yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shrek was pretty sexy. Shrek but... was gorgeous when he became a human. Oh, remember that? that was he, he was gorgeous <laughs> yeah. when he became a human. There's some actor that people compare him to when he becomes a human. He kind of looks There's... like Billy Eichner. Of course. Yeah. Now, guys, did you like the Bruce Lee reference in this scene in which he's doing the pose and there's the Bruce Lee poster behind him? I thought it was brilliant. Are you big Bruce Inspired. Lee fans? Do you think Bruce would have approved of this? Well, I uh, I reckon so. Yeah. Do you, do you think if Brandon was alive, didn't, he would have approved of it? Brandon might not have, but I think his dad had a better sense of humor than Mike him. Myers was doing, Mike Myers was doing some Bruce Lee stuff in Wayne's World 2, right? Uh, yeah, I don't the, remember Wayne's World 2. I don't remember Wayne's World 2 as much. Oh, see, I've got them like a duology in my head. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, I've seen the first one way more. But Oh, God, guys, can we focus on the posse here? It's the only scene, and I really want to focus on them. Yeah. How great is his posse? Because they stand up for him in the one scene, and, and then the they leave because it, Mike Myers brings up a great point. If you guys were going to protect him, how come you didn't stop him wearing this outfit? What's wrong with this outfit? What's wrong with shark skin? Shark skin? More like gay skin. End scene. The posse just it couldn't argue with I that. I love that you just quoted the scene <laughs> like two minutes before it's about to happen. Two minutes? <laughs> two what? seconds. Two twenty milliseconds. It's like exactly right as well. You quoted it, and then, you quoted and then, it verbatim. Oh, I forgot snaps. End scene. And, and then the Ryan. Scene, put, a posse ends. And then Ryan. They're done. They're done yeah. like, oh my god, he's right. And then, Ryan, then Ryan put his trunk in his mouth like the elephant. Yeah. Gay skin. He's totally right. Hey, why do you think they covered up the word cock for this one? I don't know. I found it very you. confusing as to, like, what, did they feel like that's going to push it into the R-rated territory, <laughs> or what, like... They thought, we may not get away with this, but blow me is okay. Of course, we all know this style of joke from Mike. Um, It was in Wayne's World, practically, when he was riding on the back of the cards, and he's, like, writing all the inappropriate stuff, and he's playing straight man to it all, and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, like he's doing here. This isn't new territory-style jokes for Mike. He likes to go back to these. He likes to bring them up from the depths and i really mm. also like the fact that you know wayne's world austin powers and this he can get certain actors you know comedic or dramatic and bring them in and make them perform in a way that you wouldn't necessarily see them do it before or just is spot on like you know in austin powers 2 i say this the best casting in any movie well, not the best, but one of the best casting choices in anything ever is having Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe as young number yeah. two. It is, and that's also brought Rob Lowe's career back. That's the thing that brought him back. That is a that is a great show. And not Wayne's World. No, because that was before his incident, mm. and before Tommy Boy as well. Because oh, sorry, what's this incident? Oh, Rob Lowe, way back in the day, had video footage of him um, sleeping with an underage girl, but oh. it was—it's a whole thing. Read up on it. I don't want to get into it, but he's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, but it was—it was a bit more grey area than it seemed to be at the time, and it's right. taken a while to come back from that. But you know, yeah. But if you remember in the '90s, he was the bad guy in everything. Yeah, like uh, the bad guy comedic villain, like Wayne's World and Tommy Boy, and. Um, I almost said Black Sheep, but it's not him as the villain in Black Sheep. He's, who's the villain in Black Sheep? I can't remember, but he's the older brother, I think, in okay. Black Sheep, who's the good one. I can't remember. There's another guy that looks like Rob Lowe, but Rob Lowe usually played bad guys in comedies yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because he looks like a douche. Uh, and then yeah. he came back and now he's like a good guy. Yeah, he is. He's like he's like the lovable handsome guy. He's in Parks and he was in Parks and Rec. He was in Parks and, and Rec. And he made the show way better. Yeah, he's, When he he's wasn't in it, it show. wasn't very good. It wasn't as great as it was. It could be. Like really? that was the seasons where they thought, let's make Chris Pratt an asshole. Do you <laughs> remember that? Like in Parks and Rec. I haven't seen all of Parks and Rec. In I the very seen it in, in the first two seasons, they thought, you know, Chris Pratt, the man who's charming and lovable, let's make him an asshole who <laughs> Who pretends to be disabled That's to get his idea. to Rashida Jones to get back with him, and he lives in the uh, right, okay. tent outside, and he's a douche. Yeah, yeah not yeah. as good as this scene here in which they've. It's brilliant. Have you ever had piss on your face? Not on my face, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was so much <laughs> clarity. He's so straight when you said that. Sorab <laughs> piss on the face Have you had it? No I can't say I have Are you sure? What about when... on the tip of your dick? No No? Wow I'm impressed Wow that's That is very No impressive. I just <laughs> When I pee I just I just pierce Pierce the dick And let it come out before then That's how good what, I am Out of the shaft the or something? Dick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like like on the side? No on the under Ooh. Where the veins are, man. Where the veins are. I piss blood every time. You've got to pierce quite time. a bit to get to the urethra, right? Oh, yeah. Also, you're like, you're like what, like 25? You've been doing that your whole life? Since the womb, man. Wow. Since the womb. <laughs> In the womb. You somehow pierced I have gills. That's what I'm saying. I've got gills. gills. When you were born, did you apologize to your mum? No. She oh. didn't need the apology. What are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't pierce her urethra. What are you on about? <laughs> Clearly, no one in, knows what he's talking about. inside of her, though. That's pretty... Uh, dick move, right? Dick move. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> it's a literal dick move. So can I bring, up, can I bring up an elephant in the room? Uh, this well, there are two the in this third film. movie in which... <laughs> there's been some reference to creatures in the room because last episode we had dolphin in the room because there was a random dolphin at the end and then the movie before there was racism that we didn't really want to talk about so we kept saying there's an elephant in the room with that there's literally what was the one with ele- racism Johnny English too. Oh right, of um, kind of racist. It was it was a tough one to There's, decide yeah, it's on. Borderline. It was a debate. It was a debate, a debate. for sure uh, that we didn't do. It's a debate that you didn't have <laughs> throughout the episode. Yeah. Ryan kept saying, "All right, elephant in the room," but then kept trailing into other things. <laughs> so I kept reminding him. Uh, no, I knew. I was just I just didn't want to talk about it because uh, I knew I was right, but uh, <laughs> uh, and I didn't want to debate that. I but, think I was on your side. Yeah, but. In this movie, there's literally elephants in it, and it made me very excited, because I love elephants. Anytime you get elephants in a movie, I'm on board. At the end of this episode, Ryan's going to do an elephant impression. Oh, yeah. What is it? Okay, is it only elephants in movies only appear if you're in the jungle or if you're Indian? Is that when elephants appear? Have you seen The Greatest Showman? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, circus, I yeah. should have I should have thought about animal exploitation as well. Well, no. So the greatest showman is about animal exploitation. It, well, yeah, no, yeah. it should have been because that's who oh, Pete Barnum really was. And he looked. Uh, yeah. I'll so you're saying it was an elephant in the room? Pete Barnum wasn't a charming Hugh Jackman type at all. Well, no, no, he was he an was, asshole. He was charming, but he was an asshole. He was an asshole. That's he true. got away because he was charming, but yeah, he was an asshole. He wasn't true. as handsome as Hugh Jackman because no, no one is. Not at all. But no one's as handsome as Hugh Jackman. Not even Hugh. No. 
you know, he wakes up every day, he's aging, and he's like, no! Yeah, exactly, it's true. The beauty! <laughs> but that movie ends with him, like, literally riding an elephant to the theater. Oh, good. And then just getting off it and walking in. Like Rip the valet, the love guru. Like, the valet knows how to park the elephant. Was the valet Vern Troyer? Because no, it could be the same it, universe. That would have made it better. That could no, be a whole movie, better. Ryan. Vern Troyer trying to get on an elephant. So, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving... It could be an hour and a half worth of material. You have to climb it like a mountain. I love elephants almost as much as I love giraffes. Giraffes are my favorite. Are they really? Yes. Yeah. I love it when they try and attack things by headbutting them. Right. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. But you it haven't does sound lived funny. when their giraffes have attacked when they attack each other and they're just like wailing their <laughs> heads at each other. Look it up. It's a fun fucking time. Because giraffes have no natural predators. They just have right. things that will come a... up and try accidentally. Sure. Would it count as a predator the the big balloon flailing? guys that are in front of car the wacky waveable arm flailing tube men yeah 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 that's would they actually be predators no, no 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 they're like jellyfish would they be prey no they're like jellyfish again they're just things that just happen like jellyfish, just... jellyfish can be pretty lethal yeah but they kind of just they're pretty they... dumb though yeah, yeah, but, yeah but they don't have they don't specifically hunt things they just no, kind of wander that's in true. and does then anything go... hunt them Jellyfish? Yeah. No, I, I think they just so. get absorbed by other things. Like a whale will come by. We'll come by and just absorb but the jellyfish. I, I, but I don't think there's like a shark going, It's jellyfish time! Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think... I love that, I love that sharks <laughs> roar, apparently. <laughs> they do. They do? Have you not okay. watched Flipper? <laughs> they make this noise. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's when, no, that's, that's right. when they get hurt. Like Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I like about Ooh. Justin Timberlake? He's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, like throughout the movie, they could have made him a real asshole. Like, he has his asshole moments where he's like, damn, yeah. but he's a nice guy. Like, when he loses, spoiler alert, at the end. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's, just like, he's good redeemed. Yeah, like, yeah, he does. He gives the nod, right? Like, he gives the nod and goes, good job. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, good well, you know, the, the guy just wants to listen to Celine Dion. The clever That's thing right, there yeah. is that, you know, he's Lecoq and his attitude is cocky. He's not even that cocky, though, is he? Very nice. I didn't find him that cocky. I just found him dorky. That's true, because he, like... He is And he only, dorky. like, whips his dick out when it's asked for, right? He it's in a flat... It's, no, no. He whips his dick out... He doesn't out. just do it all no, the but time. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He whips his dick out in an imagination scene, because our hero thinks about that. He doesn't know that that's, that's what right. actually happens, so we don't actually have confirmation that that's what Lecoq did. That's just what he thinks. That's so right. when do I mention the no, fact he, that in the interview the, at the beginning, at the interview he did at it. the beginning, yeah. In oh yeah, he just room. drops the towel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, well, I'm waiting to say it. And, it, and it hits the ground with a thud. <laughs> oh, I didn't even and hear then that. The re- I thought that was the towel hitting the ground. I didn't realize that was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was a towel sound. I didn't know it was a dick sound for that scene. I knew it was a dick that's sound. A heavy towel. Right? What kind of towels are you that's using? A heavy no, towel. no. Well, have you watched the Snowman? Some. You know what? I was going to. I was going to say in Sorority Boys, you were talking about how much it hurts to drop a towel on an erect penis. It really would hurt. Especially if it's a heavy towel. In the film Sorority Boys, she drops not a towel, a, a, a face washer, a wet face washer on his erect dick. Like it's like it's hanging out there and she's just like, yeah, like and it's he, a towel rack? She drops yeah, it and he, like a towel rack and it holds it. I'm like, that would hurt immensely. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be comfortable. Would no. not be good feelings. No. It would be like a slap to the dick. Yeah, which is not comfortable. Oh, talking about not comfortable... This office was apparently not comfortable for the director because this was the director's directorial debut and this was his first scene. 
That he had <laughs> this to is the shoot, first scene they shot. That he had to shoot. That he had to shoot at least. You don't know about secondary crews, but uh, that's true. He said, "Yeah, do not shoot a scene in a uh, four foot room. It's very hard, very difficult, very hot." Um, Mike Myers is great, but he will improvise for hours. Mm. And um, this moment here, like they had a fake one set up, but they didn't expect the whole roof to come down. So their reactions are genuine. Like, look at <laughs> look at Van Troyer. He's like, okay. And Even John Oliver's John like Oliver's about like, to laugh. Look at John Oliver. They do include takes where the actors genuinely laugh. I, I imagine you both noticed that, like Jessica uh, Alba yeah. and the mum and. The mom, yeah. And um, the main guy at the bar when they're doing like the dick bowl, like the I didn't notice that one. dick gazing one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike Myers doing the diarrhea in the in the cup joke. Mm. Like oh, what right, does it okay, sound yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. And he's doing it for a long time. Uh, hey, do Indians wear those? The nipple. Yeah, nipple tassels. tassels? Uh, only if they're strippers, really. No, seriously, do they? Yeah, they do. They do wear these. Yeah, of course. Just in general, or all men, or can you people not see mine cloth? through my shirt? I can see your nipples. Right. There you go. <laughs> I actually can. <laughs> you actually can. No, 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 we can. So, in case you're listening to this, like in two case years you're from now, all right. To it be is fair, winter only, while we're recording. I only this, saw okay? one of them. You only I saw one of both. the left one. You can see the left one. That one. You want to hear his? The left nip- one's colder than the right one. You want right to hear now. his nipple? Hello. <laughs> That's my that's, nipple impression that's of your yours. Nipple impression. Can't wait for your elephant one. My mind. nipple has a deeper voice than that. No, no, no. It's it. higher because it's cold. Right. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> if I it was sweaty nipple, it would be like, so hey. be super deep. I mean, it's hey, hey. the room's not right. that cold. No, the room's not that cold. His nipples say otherwise. <laughs> and now the listening people know that we are comfortable. Now the We're audience knows that Sorab has nipples. In case right, you yeah, didn't no, in case realize, you were wondering, that, guys, I he do. has the normal amount of nipples, or do, do you not, have a third? No, I only have two. I have met people with third nipples, and I went, what "How is, is what that?" Is the thir- have you seen? The yes. Third? What does the third nipple look like? It looks like the size of a baby's nipple. Right. It doesn't okay. grow, right, or at least okay. theirs didn't. Where, whereabouts were they placed? Um, it was a girl. Oh. Okay. Um, hey. We're at the beach, and she was just, like, sitting there, and she's like, I have a third nipple. I'm like, great for you. And it's, like, further down than you would think. It's not, like, on the breast. It was, like, uh, below. And I'm like, okay. Like in the underboob area? Yeah. So right. I was like, okay. And then, of course, me being a guy, I'm like, does it, would it, will it work? <laughs> it's a valid question, I guess. No, it isn't, because it's not attached to the breast. <laughs> but it's a valid question. I mean, you don't have one, so you don't know. With my logic at the will age of work? 14. My logic at the age of 14 was will it work? You know what's great? That was over 10 years ago. That was like 10 years ago. Bartek's still at that logic. Yeah. <laughs> That's a valid question. No, well, in the context of that situation. I was really, worried. Context, I was really yeah. worried about who his mum was going to be. I thought it was going to be some really famous black yeah, woman. So and then it was just this woman. Yeah. I honestly thought, thought oh no, is it going to be Pam Greer? Oh, oh yeah, if it's Pam, Pam Greer, please, please yeah. be good. And then it just turned. It was this woman. It was just this woman, yeah. Who I didn't look up, so it no, could I be some famous black woman. You're sitting there at home listening, people going, "How dare you? That's Rosa Parks. How dare you? That's Orson Welles." <laughs> I, I chose a black person and, you a, chose. and a woman, and, and I picked chose. an unexpected person. <laughs> and you chose you famous <laughs> filmmaker, famous white filmmaker, <laughs> and male, and who you didn't recognize. Well, <laughs> that's true. Because it's not him. That's true. Um, so this is an iconic sequence in which um, 
Uh, I forget the actor's name. He's Romy. It's, um, uh, oh, the uh, Roman... Uh, Ma- 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 no, uh, I actually Romani- looked, I looked it up a Romano- minute ago. Romano- I know his name. I've got, it's I've got it on my netbook. Just give me a second. Ray Romano. It's, <laughs> Ray, it's Ray Romano. <laughs> it's, let me just... <laughs> He's from the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Now look oh at this scene. Look, look at this scene. You'll see that he he they include the takes where he starts to crack Ro- up. Romany Malco. Ro- Thank you. Yeah. Look, he's cracking up. Like he's genuinely yeah, he laughing. Well, he's man. meant to. So no, it but works. like it's genuine. You can tell it's not yeah. acting. Yeah. And then like they include it in because they you because know it's genuine. They're, they're legends. But I feel like that would be like the intention. I yeah. was no. You could tell like yeah they worked it because this is improvised. Like this is clearly an improvised moment and they're playing it through. Why am I laughing, man? And then. This is apparently a thing. We all know this. We all know this. Yeah. Um, where did we? I mean, Bartek, you know about like not even the dick uh, ball the circle thing. thing. Yeah, the circle the thing. Circle you know thing. where? I didn't know it had to be a dick down thing. Here. Um, yeah. No, I knew it had to be below the waist, but yeah, I didn't but know it was a dick. I didn't thing. know it was like ball gazer. Oh, I, it's always been a thing, and I've never. I've, every time I've asked, like, where did that originate? Like, no one knows. I it's just a know thing. where it originated for myself. Yeah, I know where I first. Well, I mean, like in general. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it the same? Is it the same thing? What's I yours? Don't know. Mine was just in, in like primary school. Oh, okay, Malcolm in the Middle. There's a specific whole uh, episode dedicated to it. Okay, and I the whole episode that. hinges on the fact that he does that. Um, Reese, the older brother, who's younger than Frankie Muniz, um, does it to Stevie, the crippled kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, and he punches him so hard that his wheelchair flies back and <laughs> stuff. And they're like, "You're terrible." And then you know. The the whole thing ends with like Stevie let him do it on purpose so they could gain sympathy so that he could do it even better because he does it with like both hands in a giant circle which means that you can use both fists <laughs> and um, he has immense strength because he's in a wheelchair so his arm strength is incredible of course. so he punches him and it's just like that's one of the great episodes that's one of the great yeah. episodes and that's why I knew this I didn't know there was going to be action in the movie I loved this joke of the guy wearing the dog shirt, which reminds me of a tie that I own that has yeah. a dog on it. Um, someone's dog. And, and now you have all these nerds and also children. Yeah, there's children in here with like birthday hats on. Oh, it's a birthday party. You know, well, when yeah. I was a young child, some people had birthday parties at McDonald's. I had mine at the local pub. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I well, that's what like, happens in country towns, right? Thing. This isn't even in the country town, is it? This is just in just Vancouver in or wherever. They're badass chicks too. They, they're so bad that they literally Toronto, change actresses I mean, in between shots. That's how good they were. Oh, man, that's and great. And this is why Canada is the most progressive country. Canada, if you're listening, which I know you are, um, thanks for the movies by yeah. Mike Myers and William Shatner and Ryan Reynolds and all famous Canadians. All yeah. the famous Canadians. Jim Carrey. Those, Jim are the Carrey. Only, those are the only ones. There are no others. Oh, that's a great joke. He pulls glass out of his brain. Yeah. Have you ever pulled glass out of yourself? Not out of my brain. I didn't say brain. I said out of yourself. Then yes, I have. Why? What are we doing? I Sorry. stepped on glass. Oh, why did he pull it out? No, well, why did I pull it out? Or why no, was I, it there? I, I said, why? What were you doing? You know, I ah. stepped on Well, he was pulling it out. Listen. He was pulling it out. He said that. Uh, my dad knew a guy who was in a car crash. He went through the windshield. and um, oh, shit. Yeah, and they got all messed the glass out. But the problem is, like, if you have real, like, dust glass in you... You can't get that out. You have to sweat that out. Literally, like is it takes true? ages. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your pores will get fucked up. Did your so dad did they, like, put you in a sauna? 
No, it's just over time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for years. Huh. Did your dad... I mean, that was in the 70s and 80s, so who knows now, yeah, but like... Yeah. Did your dad ask him why he wanted it out of him? No, he asked, do you sweat glass? And he says, yes, I do. That's a valid question. Do you sweat in that glass? Context. I do not sweat glass. Pussy. Yeah, I broke I know, a glass right? thing the other day. It was a light bulb. I broke a light bulb the other day too. Wow. How what could do you know? And it, we both begin with a KA in our last Was it the same light bulb? Are you the same person? Is this Fight Club? <laughs> and I'm, Fight Club? And Which one I'm of us a... is the real one? Sorab, clearly. Okay. Uh, you're too I'm, wacky I'm, to be I'm real. Norton? I've been okay. in more episodes though. Yeah, exactly. He has been in more episodes. If you remember, Tyler Dern's the more interesting one. Oh, ouch. But you're the real one. And I'm... Hmm. Helen Bottom Carter, and I'm a Helen Bottom Carter in You're her Helena best Carter. in her best acting role. Um, yeah, sure. Outside of King's Speech, I guess. She's very. Good what about Black King's Shadows? Speech. Black Shadows, so good that you don't even remember the name of the Dark movie. Shadows. Dark Shadows. I was gonna say, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I, I was waiting because I was like, maybe it's a movie I haven't heard of. And then I think I think partway through, I think partway through you talking, I was like, it's Dark Shadows. It's Dark Shadows. (laughs) I saw the look on your face change. So did I, but I wanted to go it. I didn't get the name. I love Black Shadows, the black exploitation version of Dark Shadows. I'd watch that, starring Marlon Wayans. (laughs) I'd still watch that. Hey, Marlon's been a good actor before. He has. You remember him in Room for a Dream? He's in that. Uh, yes, now that I think about it, I do. I was thinking of white chicks, but sure. I also always think of white chicks. Yes. This movie has elements of white chicks because white women do show up at some points. It, yeah. Um, There's one in this scene. There's a black Is Jessica too. Alba white? I don't know what Jessica Alba is, to be honest. I don't know who Jessica Alba is. Like She's uh, Canadian. That's what they send yeah, the film. Yeah, she, she's Canadian in the film. I don't know about in real life. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I think she's mixed because she played... Um, <laughs> didn't she play Honey? In the movie Honey? And wasn't uh, Honey meant to be black? Uh, she's also in the Machete movies. And she's she supposed is. to be Latina. Right. So she's maybe she's, <gasps> she's racially Alfred, versatile. She's Alfred Molina. I was literally <laughs> going to say, is she the female Alfred Molina? She is. Yeah, Jennifer, so. uh, yeah, yeah, Jessica, Jessica Alba is the Alfred Molina of women. Of women. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was the other actor we said is like Alfred Molina? Everyone is out like Alfred Molina. No, but I remember there was one in a recent film we were talking oh, about. Oh, I can't remember. Let's say Rowan Atkinson for just good measure. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves. Jessica Alba is one of those actresses that I, I turned to my girlfriend who who watches a lot of, you know, she's watched a lot of chick flicks and romantic comedies and stuff like that. And I just said to her, like, do you know what Jessica Alba is from? Like, you know how, you know what I mean? Like, some, they're all. What she's from or where she's from? What she's from, because as an actress, we all know her. Oh, like the one thing that, that made that, her. That thing that the... she's from, that one big thing. You know how everyone has the big thing? Like, Mike Myers has Wayne's World or Austin Powers. What's her thing? Alias, the TV show. Is that her thing? I, well, I know that was her great. That, that, what, that's Is what, she in that? She's the lead in that. Isn't that Jennifer Garner? No, then her might, hers might be a different show. I might be thinking see, of a different show. See, you don't even know. I don't know the name of it. But she was Isn't... definitely in a show that was similar where she was like a spy. Yeah, I imagine you're right, but I thought Alias was Alias, the... no, you're right. Jennifer Alias Garner. was Jennifer Garner. She's in a different show. I What's can't Jennifer? Dark Angel. She was Dark, Dark Angel. Wow, a show that very few people know. But like, now, is it Dark she... Angel or Black Angel? <laughs> no, that's actually a good question. No, no, I actually do remember that show existing because it was the Buffy ripoff. But yeah. um, here's the thing. She's a film actress. Mm. And we all know her because she's, you know, 
incredibly hot, I guess. I don't know, I've never really had an opinion on Jessica Alba other than people say she's incredibly hot, and I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not gonna argue that she isn't attractive, but, like, I've always been like, what's the thing she is well, from? What's and the thing that you first discovered her in? Machete. Machete? That's so recent. That was 2010. That's still really recent, though. Like that's Eight not... years. Yeah, I guess so, but, like, you didn't... Fantastic Four? Oh fuck, she's in that. That's yeah. what she. That's what it that's is. The, she's, that's my. That's at least where I first. No, no, saw that's her. it. That's it. She's yeah. the Fantastic Four, which was I think two thousand eight or six. Well, no, no that's Love Guru. The she second was busy one might have been two thousand and eight, but the first one was definitely earlier than that. Wow, that's what. See, you answered it. Oh, okay. That, because I'm. That's like, what you were looking for. Because seriously, I'm like, who is she? Why is she yeah, this yeah. person that everyone goes, yeah, Jessica Alba? Actually, to be honest, the earliest thing I've seen her in, like in her career but mm. not in my life, was the film that I want to do on the show because I think it's really underrated called Idle Hands, which has Seth Green in it, and um, it's really good. It's a movie about a guy whose hand is possessed by the devil because he's lazy. <laughs> it's a comedy. And his friends... <laughs> would come, have to be with that and, and his friend comes back to... And he, he kills his friends accidentally because of devil hand, and they come back to life because they went to heaven... They saw the tunnel and there was this weird music. It sounded like Enya and we said, fuck that and turned around and they came back as zombies. <laughs> so, and Seth Green's in it. So, you know. That sounds amazing. And it has a great joke. I love it. It's a visual makeup joke. Seth Green's character gets killed because he has a beer bottle lodged into his brain, like from the front. Right. And throughout the rest of the movie, when you hear him moving and running around, you hear the beer and the blood swishing around in the bottle, and I, and you see it, and you're attention like attention to detail. It's brilliant. That's yeah. A well, we can have, movie. We can we have, have on as the guest yeah. for that then. Well, no, well. Seth Green, please. Seth Green. <laughs> He's not doing much, is he? I'm just surprised that um, Mike Myers didn't have more cast members from the Austin Powers movies. It's only Vern Troyer. He didn't have mm. Seth Green. Well, he or... had the guy that played Goldmember, Doctor Evil, Fat Bastard. And no, I know. But I'm surprised he didn't good. include more individuals that he gathered from those. It's also like I'm a bit surprised. But in this mm. movie, he has more just general celebrities like these two, like are these two? comedic legends now. But back then, they weren't necessarily comedic legend legends as they are. Yeah. I mean, one of them's the you know the Tonight Show host, so. Or late show. Late show. Oh, late who cares? The show. I care, Ryan. I liked him when he did Colbert Report far more because he was way more over the top and wacky. Yeah, yeah. And he was I a mean, character. That was the character that he was playing. But he's a he's a very good interviewer. I would argue. Oh, he's a fantastic he's, comedian. I mean, of of the, all the late show hosts, he's him he's and Conan. The best one. Him and Conan. Yeah, Conan's good too. I'm, I've I've a, I like Colbert. Oh, Colbert's great. But I like uh, Colbert a lot. Mike Myers, I miss him. Do we miss him? Yes, I miss Mike Myers. Sure. Do you think there have been movies in recent years that could have used Mike Myers? Hmm. Think about that. Because I feel like he could appear in dramatic roles mm. way more. I feel like he could do the dramatic roles in prosthetic makeup kind of acting, like like you know how yeah. or or like you know how you have Andy Serkis doing motion capture. Oh, and he'd be good at that. He could do great motion capture and voice acting. Obviously, Shrek is a classic, but yeah. like, I feel like he could do that acting thing where they're the ones in prosthetic makeup stuff, like Johnny Depp does, but he does yeah. it like properly, where he has a shape shifter each time. Because Mike Myers is one of those guys where he's just so, he's just so bland looking as a guy in general that he could disappear he can, yeah, he into all disappear these stuff, and he doesn't things, have yeah. to do the Eddie Murphy cl- 
clumps thing where it has to be like over the top. He yeah, can yeah. do what he did in Glorious Bastards, where most people didn't even realize that was him. Yeah, mm. no. I didn't uh, until the credits. And an actor like that being recognized by a director like Quentin Tarantino mm. says something because Quentin doesn't just get anyone. No, he doesn't. He has a great eye for hidden talent yes. or or a talent that has yet to be utilized fully. And I feel yeah. like Hollywood has missed that because of this movie. This movie really killed his career, which I think is very unfortunate because mm. I think he's really great in it. He plays the character to the fullest of his abilities. Yeah, he doesn't he hold back. Doesn't hold all. back. He he allows the character to be unlikable, and um, but yet you still empathize with him. And uh, I feel like it's very... Look at that. I mean, he did that himself, though. Yeah, very no impressive. CGI. It's brilliant. So are you saying, Ryan, that because Hollywood insists on having this concept of careers being killed, they are squandering talent. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And you think that is disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. And I agree. Thank you. I thought you were going to be like, I disagree. How could you say that, Ryan? <laughs> he should rest. He should not act anymore. He should never, yes. yeah. He should never be As allowed to do that. the thing that he loves. Put him down. <laughs> because he made one... Hey, movie. we don't know that he loves it. He made a few bad. That's true. That is an assumption. He made a few bad, not just one. I mean, Cat in the Hat. I didn't say this was a bad movie. I said he made one but movie from that their didn't perspective, do well. From their, yes, perspective, from their perspective, he did Cat in the Hat, the two Shreks, the Shrek 3rd and Shrek 4th. The 4th oh, one fourth. really wasn't that bad. I haven't uh, seen the 4th one. I've only seen one, two, the three. The best part is the villain, Rumpelstiltskin. Justin Timberlake is also in the 3rd one. As, as himself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, he is, isn't he? No, he plays like Arthur, like a young King Arthur. Oh, oh, there's a joke in one of them where they're like, it's a wanted poster and it's just a wanted poster of Justin Timberlake. Oh, really? Oh, no. I, yeah. I so that. I thought, oh, he's playing himself. Right. No, no, no. Um, I like Justin Timberlake as well, like I said before. Uh, Jessica Alba, don't know her really well. The Fantastic Four movies. You're yeah. right. That's it. That's it. That's what you Sue know. Sue Storm. Yeah. You got me. I, I forgot about them. For some reason, I forgot she was the chick. You know, when you say to me, hey, you know those Fantastic Four movies? Uh, I'll say, what, the ones with Julian McMahon in them? As oh, you remember, that's, that's who you remember? He was the standout? He was the better part. He was good. It's he true. would make a great Doctor Doom if they allowed him to be. That's actually very true. He would. He, he was all right. He wasn't great because I don't think I, I would, honestly. I would argue. I would argue also. Chris Evans was a good Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, I thought Michael Chiklis as the thing was actually. I liked. I, you know what? I'll, good. I'll be honest. I like those movies. They're not good movies, uh, but there's there's, we've there's done a, a movie, nostalgia to them. Right? We've done like, a movie on this show that had them. Mr. Fantastic in it. I can't remember. Yo and Gruffend. Yeah, we did a movie that had him in it, and I was he I like can't the lead in it. Or was he just... No. Oh, God, no. Okay. But um, John Oliver's here adding his Beatles haircut to the mix. Yeah. Um, do we like John Oliver as well? I've always... I, I like John Oliver a lot. I've always mm-hmm. thought he's fine. I always thought he was good in supporting roles. I've never really got into his his own show because I was like, it's just the Colbert Report, but with a white British guy instead of a white American no, guy. No, it's very different. Is it? Yeah, it is. He's not. He's not playing a character. I know. He's just playing John Oliver. Yeah, no, but he's. It, it's the John. It, last week tonight. It's very. It's informative. Very informative. Yeah. So was Colbert Report. Yeah, I'm not saying Colbert. Two things can be informative, right? I know, but it's the same style of late night comedy informative. That's what I. How don't... many different ways can you do that though? Australia seems to manage to find different ways with Sean McAuliffe. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. I wouldn't know. 
Nailed that one down. Apologies. Took Sorab down a peg. Now he's sore um, ribs because I kicked him in the ribs. Yeah, that's that's accurate. I would still say watch last week tonight. It's very good. I would say watch him in the six episodes of Community that he's. I in. have watched him in those six episodes of Community, <laughs> and he's the best part. He's, um, he's good. I know he was. The first some season of, the of Community is very good, though. Let's it's the be best honest. season. It's definitely the best season. You gotta say. Oh, my, my friend Nathan Malloy, who's been on the show, showed me, like, the first nine episodes. He was in some of them. Yeah, yeah he's in, he's yeah. in a he lot of the first season. He stopped being in them because he had a career. Yeah. And they went, whoops. Yeah. Let's replace him with Betty White. Whoops. She's got a career, she's too. Shit. <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's in a couple episodes, episodes like, yeah. shit, we've got to bring him back. Yeah. We can't not do it with a cool actor other than, um, what's his name? The guy from the Hangover movies. Um, the Asian guy. Oh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. We can't just have Ken Jong. He's so funny. Can't just have Ken Jong as the only teacher in this. He's so great. And we can't have the dean become a teacher. Shit. We've got to bring John Oliver back, but John's busy. Yeah. (laughs) Busy being in everything. Um, He's going to play. What's his name? He's going to play the new. Oh, Zazu. Zazu in Lion King, which is. He made a joke about it in the last episode of Last Week Tonight. Like, help me understand something about the new Lion King, okay? Yeah, James Earl Jones is still in it. Well, no, that. I love that. Yeah, I understand. It's weird that they don't have Nathan Lane as Timon. I think it's a misstep. I I agree. That's completely weird, especially because Nathan Lane is brilliant. And he's alive. And he's alive. So is Jeremy Irons. But um, my question is they're calling it the live action Lion King. Yes. There's no humans in it. Yeah, they're just going to do what they did with the Jungle Book. yeah, but other than the the one human in the Jungle Book, it's all still CGI. It's not live action. I know. Like they're not getting a bunch of animals and training yeah, the lions. Mean, to, uh, is the setting do you know like, I mean? like filmed or is it? No, it's gonna be like no, a, it's just gonna be completely animated. So it's, I would imagine, so it's like three D animation. Yeah, though, not I live don't action. imagine they're called... going down to Africa and just filming empty spaces and then no, putting the you lions. Idiots. In. That would be live action. Guys, but, guys, yeah. guys, they're doing the Air Buddies style where they get real lions and just cgi them CGI house. <laughs> right okay ryan let's it's the talking a talking cat style. a talking cat a talking style. Cat style. A talking cat. i almost called it they the do that in, in cats and dogs as well yeah 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 with jeff goldblum oh my god he was in that movie yeah 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 as well as sean hayes as the cat yeah He's the best part of the movie, uh, mm. the evil cat, to the point in which they said, let's make a sequel and not have him in it very much for some reason. Was Big mistake. One? Yeah, it's called Revenge of Kitty Galore. Oh, Bette Midler plays Kitty Galore. <laughs> um, and um, you should watch it. It's very good. Uh, we'll do it on the show one day. Yeah. Uh, both of them. They're on the list. I um, purposely didn't include them in our dog month because I was like, it's got cats in it too. What was, we already had a what was included in the dog Scooby-Doo, uh, one and two, two. Yeah. old dogs, snow dogs. Old, old dogs, that's a good one. The shaggy include. dog. And like the, shaggy dog. the shaggy dog. Sure. And wild hogs at the end. But that was wild, the wild, next hogs, wild hogs was after. Wild hogs was after, but it was immediately after. It had ogs in it. Ogs in it. And it's, the, it's two of the same guys from old dogs. And the director so. too. So. Yeah, the same director, that's right. Um, so we're up to the emotional scene in which, uh, Pitka has to admit, but he doesn't want to, that he has a chastity belt on, mm. which I've never had a chastity belt on. Um, I don't think you guys have ever had a chastity belt on, no, no, never. Can't but say if you had it from like 12 years old and didn't realize that it unlocked from the back, from the back. how do you pee? It's, it's, how do you poo? Well, you apply pressure and it comes out. How do you poo with a chastity you belt? You apply on? pressure and it comes. I up. get what you're this... saying, but like, do you understand what I'm saying? How do you get rid of it? This yeah. like, you you, I don't know. 
<laughs> I was kidding. I was. I, I didn't. I didn't have anything. I don't know. You have to read his book, Ryan. He'll tell you. You have yeah. to read the story. Well, no, sorry, little, he didn't write a book because she read all his books. There's a little. There's it. a little hole at the front it's called that a, you that you plug like a like a like a straw into. Yeah. Uh, Colbert's off on drugs at this out. at this scene here. This is great. This is great. You can just tell it's improvised as well. Like, yeah. Colbert is just hilarious. I've always liked him, of course. Yeah. Like, you should watch Strangers with Candy. He plays a gay um, history teacher in it, but the joke is no one knows that him and the art teacher are gay. It's a great show. Like, uh, he plays Mr. That does sound brilliant. No, no, it's really good. Like, uh, he's Mr. Noblet. Yeah. Um, and the other teacher's Mr. Jellyneck. Uh, and it's great because Colbert's really, really stern and he's got that voice. And he'll be saying stuff like. And that's when the revolutionaries turned against Gandhi and ate him. And then that's like the <laughs> beginning of a scene or like, you know, and Winston Churchill famously said, yes. <laughs> and like, you move on. But one great. of my favorite things ever in that show is the teacher. He's a black man who's got very stoic voice. He's bold. He speaks like this and all this. And his name is Principal Onyx Blackman. <laughs> it's just straight up out of the exploitation movie. That's great. Onyx. That's brilliant. Because in the original descriptor, in the original descriptor, they just said principal in brackets black man. They wanted a black man. <laughs> yeah. They didn't name him. They, didn't name, they thought that was the name, Principal Blackman. And and when the stepmother visits the school, she's like. Principal Black Man, and he's like, it's Blackman. Blackman. <laughs> She's like, Principal Black Man. You know, I love this little joke here that his mum's a terrible singer. Yeah. Like, they don't make it a huge thing. They don't go, get it? She's a terrible singer. Yeah, yeah, she teaches. She's the preacher. Yeah. Teacher. She's a. Uh, this joke, too, with him trying to trying to get the head in front of the TV, and he's just, like, not doing it very well. Uh, yeah, Samantha Bee's in the background here. There she where, is. Where, where? She's behind Mike Myers' she... head. Yeah, she's it's really her. I looked it up and like saw the credits and it said Samantha Bee is Cinnabon work. I'm like, oh great, great start, Samantha. Yeah. But I don't really know her style as much. Like I don't see hers. Yeah, there she is, just there. It doesn't look like her. It's her though. Yeah, well, I don't deny it. I'm just saying it doesn't look like her. Yeah, it does though. Could she be the She's, other one? I think no, she no, no. It's it's it's, it's the, the one main the one that hands him the thing because also she's blonde and the other one's less blonde. Right, but okay. you don't get to see her now. She's gone. So since we're that re- was her career yeah. starter. Since we're reaching the climax, do we want to establish what the story of the film is? Or do we need to? Um, the film tells its own story. <laughs> and yeah, that's what we want to. As opposed to other films that tell <laughs> other people's stories. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have I you mean, not the Lion... bio films? Right. Okay. Well, I have heard that the Lion King basically tells Hamlet or something. And I it heard, does. and I and I heard House of Cards, which is not a film but a show, tells Richard the Third. I, I heard that on my own. You heard that on uh, your own. I heard that Black Shadows is very similar to Dark Shadows. Yes, but from a black point it is, of view, but Black Shadows is better. Yeah, yeah. Dark Shadows is all film. white people. Yeah. Hey, do you notice something? I know we'll get to the film. But um, Tim Burton, when he did the film Miss Peregrine's Hotel, um, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, got the thing of, hey, Samuel Jackson's one of the first black people in any of your movies ever. Was Samuel L. Jackson in that movie? He's the villain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And it's amazing. He's amazing. I might watch that He's amazing. movie now. He's I had, amazing. I, I'll be honest, I had no interest in watching He's that amazing. movie until you just said that. It's like the first prominent black character he had in any of his movies and first black villain as didn't well. He make, didn't he make Harvey Dent black in the Batman movie? 
I yeah, mean, he's but not he prominent. He's not prominent. He's in like two scenes. It was, it was and Billy it's Williams, a promise, it? and it's a promise of something better to yeah, happen. Yeah, that never did. Because Tommy Lee Jones was like, "I want an Oscar, and I want to be in a Batman movie." Yeah. Oh, guys, look! She came over her her fear of being in the crowd, and she said, "I'm Canadian," and they and he eventually pats his butt, and then yeah. we all move on. Yeah. Uh, so the movie's idea is uh, a struggling hockey team, the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Um. Need to hire leaves, not leaves. They make leaves. a joke about that right. because he says the maple leaves, and then Von Troy is like, That's "It's right. leaves, yes, yes, you, yes, yes. you dick bag." Um, they're struggling because the main superstar broke up with his wife because of insecurities about his mother, because Freud, and <laughs> they needed to hire a love guru to help fix everything, and that love guru is Mike Myers, the playing hero of the story, Guru Pitka. And he saves the day. The end. <laughs> he does. But, and he gets yeah. the girl. And the big conflict Spoiler is alert. they think that he saved the day much earlier than he really did. Yeah, the, the the main character story is that he was taking shortcuts so that he could become bigger than Deepak Chopra, but in the end makes the right decision and skips Oprah to come where he is now Which, and help his new friend. And along the way, he tells funny jokes. He does tell funny He jokes. does tell jokes a lot, and some of them are funny. When I say some, I mean all. Yeah, um, fun fact, uh, Sorab, I want to share with you. Please it's a do. fact about Bartek. Oh, sure. no. In the lead up to this episode, yeah. I said, oh, I can't wait. We're going to have Sorab on. And, and Bartek's like, I can't wait either, man. It's going to be so fun because Sorab is Sorab. But he kept asking, who's the main black guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. In that's the Love right. Guru. Yeah. Isn't he some famous guy? And I constantly kept saying the actor's name because I knew at the time. Uh, uh, and then Rumani I kept saying, Malcolm. and I said, he's in the 40-year-old virgin. Yes, he And is. I even got up his IMDb. And oh, I was man. like, he's in this and this and this. And and, and you just kept saying, oh, no, it's, I know him from this. He's, he's famous for something else. Does he do music by any chance? And I went, not that I know of. And then I looked at the list of people and I went, you know, there's these people. And, and you pointed, Bartek, yeah, yeah. and went, Kanye West. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I went, oh, so so is Kanye very prominent in the movie? And you were like, I think so. Well, I, <laughs> thought, I, thought he was, I thought he was the hockey player. And I kept saying to you, no, I know for a fact, even though I've seen the movie, the main hockey player is played by this specific mm. guy. Even with that knowledge, you stroked, he stroked his beard and went, <laughs> went I don't know, and then and then and then I watched the movie, be like, okay, Kanye's got to be in it for at least a little bit for him to even no, stick out to, to Bartek, have that impression to, on Bartek. Uh, someone who I know for a fact is not a musician. Bartek likes or listens to. He must be in to no, be in this movie a lot for I Bartek have, yeah. to go Kanye West at a period of time too when Kanye West for Wasn't, for us in Australia at least. Wasn't that big I of a actually name have an to wave about? I have an explanation like, for You're racist. Go on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm, ra- I'm not racist. I'm just blackest. <laughs> Isn't that what every racist says? No, they I'm say, not racist, but... That's what they say, and yeah, I didn't right? say you that. Didn't say but, Make America true. great okay. again. Go on. Yes. I'm not racist, but you think I am because I just said that. <laughs> See, that's the way that you that's trick the, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the reason was because at the time when I watched this film, that was a name that I knew. Right, okay. But then when I saw... It was a name that I'd heard of, but that was it. This would have been around Gold Digger time when he... Like really blew up over here. But l- let me stress yeah. that that's 
all. I only knew the name. I didn't know anything else about him. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, so that's what he looks like. And I guess that was the impression he had on me. It was such a strong impression. Like, really, that was, it was so strong that it rippled in your memories for 10 years that he was the main well, you know how, yeah. actor, one of the main lead actors in this movie. And then oh, when so I, funny. for a fact, say to you, no, it's the guy from The 40-Year-Old Virgin, you're like, eh, maybe. <laughs> and then I'm just like, he must be in it a lot, at least. One well, to be cameo. fair, it is it is very memorable though his cameo because he's with Mike Myers. <laughs> well, that, but also the face he's making in the cameo is quite memorable. And to be fair, he is in you know the he's he's at a hockey rink, and yeah. I knew that the main black guy was a hockey player. <laughs> a hockey player. So there's a connection. So there, and you know, and the over, film takes place mainly really, in a hockey rink. And yeah. really, also other than his posse that show up when he's in that suit, he's the only other black guy in the movie. Uh, excuse me. You're Indians right. are brown. I am right. <laughs> <laughs> I am right. Uh, excuse me. There are the dark-skinned people in the movie, though. There are. I'm not saying no. Ben Kingsley's in it. Oh, yeah, because he's super Indian. Um, he is, though. Ben, Kingsley. ben Kingsley's got Indian in him. Yeah. Does he? He yeah. is Indian. He's, he's Indian and English, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, apologize to Sir Ben Kingsley right now. I apologize, Sir Ben, Kling- ben Kingsley. Get his name fucking right. Go on, go again. Say sorry. I apologize, Sir Ben Kingsley. Now, now, now say it again. on the sir part because he's I knighted. apologize, Sir Ben Kingsley. Now say that again, but mess up every word except Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Uh, I apologize, Ben Kingsley. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of something funny to say. But it's four words. <laughs> I agree. Uh, uh, you said I properly. I don't know how to say I incorrectly, to be honest. A A apologize, uh, N Kingsley. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you know, you said incorrectly, not just say gibberish, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh, right. we're talking about the elephant in the room now. I mean, we will, but there's two everyone, elephants in the room. The one right thing now. I knew about this movie was everyone pointed out this scene. They're like, "There's an elephant fucking scene," and I immediately <laughs> thought of. The Brothers Grimsby with Sasha Baron Cohen that came out two years ago in which uh, Mark Strong and Sasha Baron Cohen hide inside the vagina of an elephant that gets fucked by another elephant. Wow. Um, And I thought it was going to be as extreme in this, but really, it's really tame. And I have to ask myself, did Sasha Baron Cohen see this movie and went, I could do it better than that, and then proceeded to? Probably. Did he? I think so. You know who well, I reckon? I reckon Isla Fisher saw this movie and went, Sasha could do it better than that because she's Australian and dirty. <laughs> Stephen Colbert's the only same one in the room. I like how he's got his tie wrapped around, around his, his hand. hand yeah. You know why? Why? Because, and this is true, you heard him fighting earlier ah. and i think it's because he's punched people so he's wrapped up his hand again the attention to detail in no, this movie seriously a lesser comedy film wouldn't have done that wouldn't yet. have even attempted that they would have just had him standing there like i'm back now and it's yeah. like no and who knows maybe he's even colbert went i'm gonna add this detail whoever it was i really appreciate the the little details in in films like like yeah. these where a lot of people give these films a lot of flack for failing on major things and Maybe there are some things that don't work in this movie, you know. But maybe Pitco. I'm not, yeah, you know, like, yeah. There's lots of things that I reckon 
do like I th- I look if you say to me Ryan Pitka's a, a very arrogant character I'm not going to disagree but I'm going to say to you that was the purpose of the character yes if you find him annoying I'm going to say that was the purpose of the character yep. if yes. you're going to find him uh, too much of a racial stereotype I'm going to disagree with you on that because you know okay there's Kanye uh, and his uh, name's on the screen so that is that is a brilliant Kanye face right there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to disagree on the racial thing because the creators involved on purposely left things murky on on the racial and religious aspects of and spiritual aspects on the character to the point in which you know people in Hindi are saying, "Ah, eh, it's not really reflective of what we are," but that's the exact point. Yeah, it's not saying, "Hey, here's what Hindis are like." The Hindu culture is like, "Ooh, ha ha!" It's not like really at all. It's on purposely leaving things vague. I mean, it references the fact that he follows the Bible, yeah, which is peculiar. Yep. But it also doesn't really follow the traditions of the Bible either. Uh, it's very, very on purpose. This movie and. I think a lot of people just didn't give this film a chance because they thought that they were either going to get Wayne's World style Mike Myers or Austin Powers style Mike Myers. And that's all that people see him as, unless it's the voice stuff. But Mm. they thought, you're going to get one or the other. That's it. And I feel sorry for Mike Myers because he has, through his own sheer comedic talent, pigeonholed himself. And Mm. it's unfortunate because... I think, you know, he's very talented, very nice guy, very intelligent guy. And if we just allowed him to do things, he could show us all. Because, you know, there could have been a period of time where he couldn't have even done Austin Powell. Because remember, Austin Powell's the first one failed. That was a I box imagine, office yeah. that was a box office bomb. It was one of the first movies to be one of the big hits on VHS. Yeah. To I'll, the point in which it really? got a sequel. I, yeah. I'll tell you this right now. I saw the three Austin Powers films after Goldmember was already out for a while. I saw Goldmember and... No, I saw all of them in the cinema. Oh, that's no, pretty I cool. That's, that's Wait, you would have been like I only saw, five when you saw the... I only saw, Goldmember, the wow. I only saw Goldmember in the cinema. I saw all of them because I loved them. Yeah. Loved them. I had a little Austin Powers hat for the first one. When I was one. 13, I rewatched them all that's the time. Really great. Yeah. I loved Austin Powers 2 the most. I mean, Heather mm. Graham was a sexual awakening for me, as we've mentioned on the mm. show before, where Sora went, why her? Why not Elizabeth Hurley? I'm like, I didn't get to choose. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> man, Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, sorry, and Heather was, was way hotter in the second one, <laughs> no, though. Elizabeth Hurley's Excuse me, man. Excuse me, her American woman entrance. Yeah, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Well, well uh, Elizabeth Hurley's supposed to be way more conservative <laughs> in the first one. I know, but I I just, I like Elizabeth Oh, Hurley. I like Elizabeth Hurley, too. I grew up on Bedazzled. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> we'll do, I should do that. That movie, man. She's literally Satan. <laughs> I know, but it's hot. Like, oh, she yeah. pulls it off. The end scene is her 50 foot tall in a leather bikini uh, with a pitchfork. I mean, what else do you want? That's great. And here the movie cuts to a nice Bollywood style ending. I really like the exuberant colors. The film grain has changed as well, as mm-hmm. well as the aspect ratio mm. changed a little. The film grain is a lot more mm. modern Bollywood now because it's not grainy. Yeah. I oh, know. It's got a little it. bit of grain. It's got a little bit of grain in comparison. Yeah, but the, the, the other one looked Bollywood, almost. Oh yeah, that was but, like just edited now as well. But he's isn't grainy at all. Yeah, but, but it's he's super clean. But, but you know yeah. why though? This is reality, while the others yeah. were his daydreams. Yeah. So this is showing us visually that this is real now yeah. and not just a uh, a daydream. So it's not going as full on with the um, faux style. Uh, you know, effects and well, yeah, and also and all the that. old one was more 20th century, so yeah, it would. Yeah, so I really like the colors and the palette and the the and absurd. That's Bollywood man, yeah. and the double-necked electric sitar. 
talk box. Yeah, you know, he's using a talk box. Um, yeah, it's just a... And then Jessica Alba, in the special features, talked about this sequence quite a lot, where she was very happy to be dressed in Indian attire. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, she said it's one of the highlights of her career. Um, Did she really say that? Yes. That's in the special great. features, while well, the actress's most prominent was uh, Mariska Hergate. <laughs> so... Because she was like, I never get to be in silly things. I'm always in Law and Order as for you. <laughs> and she also spoke, it's also great that this movie is finally letting people know how to pronounce her name because you see it and you say it phonetically as Mariska. Mm. Right. But it's Mariska because it's Hungarian. Sure. So, or Hungarian, I think, yeah. Uh, you know, I really have to say, seeing this muted, it really could just be a Bollywood film. It really could. At what point in Bollywood films does Vern Troyer show up and fall over? Every single one. But at one point in the movie. At the end, like right at Just at point. the end? Yeah. Three they shots sh- away from the end. They should yeah. open every movie with Vern Troyer just doing that. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, Instead the, of like the lion. This was a very brave thing to do in a movie. Usually you have several outtakes going. Mm. This one just went, the one. Yeah. Fade. It's a really good one. <laughs> it is a very it is a great good outtake. Oh, Vern. Uh, you know, Vern Troyer, uh, we lost a talent there. You know, yes. it's it's very sad it because very he sad. was one of those. Um, other than Warwick Davis, he was the other big dwarf actor you knew by name and by reputation yeah. as well. I mean, he didn't have the greatest reputation in the world. He did seem like a bit of an asshole at you times. You were saying that in Bubble Boy, yeah. You know, he was kicked off the Harry Potter movies because he was yeah. mean to children. But, yeah. you know, he, he seemed like he had a great, weird sense of humor. Uh, it's very sad. And I was very proud. I was very happy to see him in this movie getting dialogue and character. In mm. the special features, it talked about that the hockey coach is based on a real hockey coach whose name was similar esque. Mm. Uh, but it was. Um, Instead of jerk off, it was uh, jerk something else. I think that that was the bollard bullard kind of thing. Mm, yeah, or something else. But but in the, his name was like the real coach was something close, but they just changed it a little. Was Chuck meant to be his first name? What was that? Was no, 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 no. He has another first. He actually has a first name. That's it. Jerkov. Yeah, is his, mm. his last name. But uh, maybe he's Russian. <laughs> he on purposely <laughs> mentioned the fact that they mentioned the fact that he wanted this specific hairstyle, the the the, the bald on top and the hair around, because they wanted to give him like a, a crew cut originally. Right. And he said, "Nah, it would be funnier if I have this toilet bowl haircut." <laughs> and it is. It's hysterical. When it you, is, yeah. I love the bit where Mike Myers lifts him up and does a little Oscar speech, like, yeah, oh, "I'm so good. glad doing this." I I will say this. I didn't include too many of them, but when I was looking through the YouTube comments, Vern Troyer was one of the things that was like really everyone was praised. commenting on yeah yeah so let's get into our reviews and, and ratings of the movies i'll, I'll go first because i'm feeling very talkative about it mm-hmm. um i thought this was a stunning uh comedy movie i miss the age of comedy in which a script existed this mm. film sure does have a lot of improvisation and mike myers does does always use a lot of improvisation, but there is a script there. You can, you know, feel it, but in a good way, of course. I'm not saying like, oh yeah, you can feel the plotting along and blah blah of the yeah, script. Yeah, yeah. But I mean like I do miss the age of comedy in which there were stories where characters mm-hmm. got developed and had yeah. arcs and yeah. changed and evolved instead of you know, having a movie where they have a central idea of, hey, Will Ferrell's a race car driver and go from there. Like, you know, it's an age that's no longer as prominent. And every time that we have a great comedy that's come up recently, they're the, more often than not, they're the few that are scripted comedies. 
And I'm like, maybe it's a sign, guys. Yeah. Uh, I loved this. I feel sad by... I also feel sad watching it, just knowing the overall effect it's had after its release, which I don't think it deserves. I think that, you know, even if this film is to be said to be a, a terrible film, I don't think it's worth ruining Mike Myers' talent and career in general. I think it's upsetting. I think there have been far less talented funny people that have gone on to do way more things than he has that I don't think deserve to be around in comparison to himself. He's He's been in the biz for a very long time. I mean, he was a Saturday Night Live guy, of course, mm-hmm. and it's just upsetting. I feel like he could come back with, like, a Netflix show or something to bring him back. Or a revitalization something. of some sort. Yeah. A Netflix movie, perhaps. Or something to slowly ease him in, because I don't think necessarily bring him back with, like, a big movie will bring him back. I think he could do what Jim Carrey's doing at the moment. We're doing some little serious things here and there, and yeah. appearing as a little thing here and there, and then doing a bigger thing, rolling into it. Because I miss him, but this movie is a, a nice farewell letter from him it's sad but it's true that that this movie did ruin his career but i think it's far better than people have given it credit for if i have to give this film a rating which of course i do have to give it a rating i'd give it one erect nipple from sorab out of a boldish head of Vern troyer <laughs> Which looks like a nipple in itself. Mm, okay. So, Rad, uh, let's hear from you. Better than the one out of four that Roger Ebert gave it. <clears throat> Fuck you, Roger. You're dead now, so take that. Ooh, harsh. Um, we finally I, calling you. I just, I just want to say this. Roger Ebert was that one guy that said no one will remember Gladiator, but they will remember this oh, wow. one movie where people were stuck on a boat that I can't even remember the name <laughs> of. Apparently, apparently, to give you an idea of how. Uh, Apparently that has was. a five point eight. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently my little brother watched Gladiator like a million times when he was like an infant. Really? I remember the same thing happening to me, but with Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Yeah. There's this great vine. I don't know why. But there's a great vine where a guy's like sitting in these bushes, like in this long grass, and it has the scene from Gladiator where Russell Crowe's running his hands through the grass, and it yeah. just cuts to this guy getting slapped in the face. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's great. Uh, Ryan, do you want to quickly catch up the audience for how long we are in the film? Oh, uh, we're at the end now. We're yeah. at the opening... We're at the, uh, the menu. The DVD menu. And i got to be honest, I miss DVD menus. It's okay. I, I they I used to have, like, an animation Oh, interact. To them yeah, yeah. This one plays funky music that sounds like the soundtrack from Kung Pao. Oh, that's cool. But Indian. Um, so, Rab, let's hear from you. <laughs> Um, I agree with everything you said. I think that this movie is incredibly underrated. And I think that also it's like, even if you do, do think it's bad, you're absolutely right. There's no reason to destroy a man's career over it. Especially since, especially a man as talented as Mike Myers. And hopefully with all the nostalgia going on just now, you know, they're rebooting everything. Hopefully. Cinematic universe, huh? Yeah. Well, no, like just, you know, bring back Austin Powers or, or even if they do another Shrek, you know, something that could just give him a little bit of a boost. So that, like you said, he can keep, he can come back. Cat in the Hat 2. Cat in the Hat 2. Maybe. Maybe maybe Love Guru 2. I want that. Love yeah. Guru 2. Yeah. That would be great. The 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 Love Turu. Yeah. The Love Turu. <laughs> the Love Tutu. And he's a ballerina? He, yeah, sure. <laughs> Tutu. See that, Mike? It's riding itself. Wait, it's hold pretty... on. Two was a thing in last week's episode, Ryan. We yeah. Shouldn't, yeah. Okay. Let's sorry, I've continue. Yeah. Uh, my rating was going to be two out of a possible two stars. So, wow. That's 100%. It's 100%. That's a hundred. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. What color are the stars? 
Yeah, you gotta give us color now. They are blue. That's a good color. Mm. That's yeah. that's calming. You know, that's it's I, was, I was thinking like, like orange, a, but that's like the complementary color like a, to like orange. A, like an ultramarine blue, like, I a, like a deep, really solid blue. I like exactly. the word marine. You like the, the word marine? I want to hear Bartek's review and rating because I'm I like that. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. My reviews and ratings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless okay. unless. I don't want to, and then I'll tell you. Well, even if you don't want to, I'm going to give one anyway. Oh, I'm glad okay. that you're into it, though, Ryan. You're I'm into me. way into it. You're into me. <clears throat> no, no, just your reviews and ratings. You as a person, fuck no. But, like, you and your reviews and ratings? So I'm just your reviews and the ratings, right. So yeah. you wouldn't have a problem if you were blind, then, because then you can just hear my reviews. But if I was deaf... I Big need, problem. Then you'd only I need have transcriptions. <laughs> you need sign language. <laughs> I like sign language transcriptions. Yeah. Go on, Bart. Braille. Hit us with your best... Sh- Braille, too, if I'm deaf. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, go on. Braille works if you're deaf. No, what am I talking Braille- about? Do you want to think about this? Technically, Braille can work for anyone. Yeah. I don't know Braille. why you would use it if you it's weren't. Not it's not distinctly like, for it's deaf. Like it's, saying, yeah, it's, it's like saying, oh, man, if I woke up one day and didn't know English, well, you know... You can speak Hungarian. I mean, I could. Sure, I guess. <laughs> but I want to know English. I'm sure there's again. easier ways of getting around. <laughs> I don't understand English, then but you do understand Hungarian, Hungarian right? <laughs> Go on. It works, but it's not the give first us, choice. Give us the Braille version, though. <laughs> All right. Um, dot in the up. Uh, what the hell? That's my computer saying, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Dot in the upper left, dot in the lower left, dot in the upper right, dot in the middle right. <laughs> He's given the us middle <laughs> right. You know, it's like off. That's off the, the first action, character yeah. of the braille. <clears throat> and first I think character. It, and I think that speaks for itself. But for everyone that doesn't know braille, let me explain. <laughs> the Love Guru is a comedy film from 2008 with musical elements, sport film elements, um, new age spirituality elements. It's mm-hmm. a film. That caters to a lot of different facets of life. It is a film that is funny, where in a world where funny is a subjective concept. Not everyone finds the same things funny, mm-hmm. but everyone finds things. Funny. No, just things. Just no, things. That, full stop, sorry. sorry. Finds things, full stop. That wasn't a meaningful pause, it was right. just a full stop. Sure. Well, it kind of was a meaningful pause. To oh, but I, but I wasn't going to say anything after it. To yeah. a full stop, yeah. yeah. To a full stop, sure. <laughs> this film is in a lot of people's bottom, you know, list of worst films. I thought you just going to leave it at, it's in a lot of their bottoms. Just just in their <laughs> butts. in there. I, I should also clarify, Hanging because out. bottom of worst films mean best films. Bottom of films in general is what I meant. Right, yes. This is a film that has plenty of potential that a lot of people think is squandered, which is... Is that another word that I say wrong? Yeah, it's squandered. 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 It's one of those squandered words. Squandered. Go on, it's squandered. (laughs) It is a film that a lot of people see as one that has scattered potential. (laughs) Squatted potential. Scratted. Scratted. It's scratted all over the place. Now I'm just like, I don't know what words are real anymore. <laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> it sounded like when you said that one before, it sounded like it was in Rick and Morty where it's like a squanch, a squanch or whatever. It's like, yeah, you reminded me of fake words that are now in actual pop culture vocabulary, but keep going, Bartek, with your scratted. <laughs> Why didn't you say scratted? You implicated it. I said scorted. <laughs> you implicated. Go on. <clears throat> it is a film that has potential, which a lot of people think did not get reached. But in reality, it got reached. We saw that. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. That's us. Mm-hmm. Three people. Mm-hmm. Three people love the film. Three people think that it met what it was trying to do. But there were people in the real world who just didn't get it. Which is quite ironic because we are a people who find. Full stop. This is a film <laughs> worth watching with an open scope or vision Scrope. Or to use Scorp. a reference from the film, Third Eye. Third Eye. The Mind's Eye. Yeah, if you can poke it and twist it and it makes you poop. Yep. That happened to me yesterday. It was really awkward. I cannot stress how much I recommend this film. Do, have we done a film on this podcast that is so hated? Because we usually do forgotten films, but this one is hated. It is hated. Like, maybe nothing but trouble in its time? I, I don't think so. Um, I bet there's one in there, and I'll be like, this one. There's one that I have got a lot of hate that I purely don't understand, like oh, Thund- Thunderpants, Thunderpants yeah. with a rating of 3.2, but which no I one, think this has a higher rating then. But no one really that's talks harsh. about that. But that's more on the forgotten side, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Ryan, I think for this one, I have to... I have to go back on that vow that we made before we recorded the first episode. Mm. That that one, you know, that one ability we have where we give the ultimate rating that has like a 93% chance of killing us. Yeah. I think I have to do that for this film. Okay. I have to... You kill us. No, just me. Okay. You haven't... You're keeping the vow. You're a good well, guy. I'll be fine. Okay, Bartek's going to die now. <sighs> Listening people, if this does kill me and there's a 93% chance it will... Please do. Just remember me as just remember me as a good host. <laughs> yeah, well, I give this film he's, he's really shaking. <sighs> he's, he's about to bust along. Yeah, I give this film. I'm scared for him. Of the 113 films we've done before this, I give this film all the ratings that there's ever been. Wow, I give a... it the cool out of yes, the purple heart, the standing ovation, the 101 bicycles and the 101 ponds. All of them. I I give this film everything. He gave it at all. He gave it everything. And Bartek's I'm cool. in the 7% chance worked. I'm fine. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Damn. So, Bartek, let's hear from the 7% of people online that had the ability to voice an opinion on the film because people have opinions and they like to voice them sometimes, but only 7% of people actually dare to voice their opinion online. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those. I. I'm not. I, I dared to make a comment once on a YouTube video <laughs> five years ago, and I still get replies. Do you really? What was, what was the video? It was Tight Pants by Leslie Hall, and someone made a comment being like, you can tell the background's not real, it's CGI. I'm like, oh, is it? <laughs> I thought it was a real forest, like being a smartass. And people still correct me, and I'm like, are you sure, though? Because <laughs> I keep doing it, like, I don't know. I've worked on film sets, looks real to me. Like, That's so funny. Uh, but it's like, what did YouTube and IMDb have to say about the love guru? Yeah. That was my Indian accent. Thanks for giving me time to catch my breath. Accent? It was brilliant. 
it was almost as good as yours. Thank you. Hmm. He, he, he Ryan, just naturally you has the, the voice. Just... How come you didn't break into a Bollywood music sequence? I, I contained myself. He knows lyrics. <laughs> Do you? That's, no. from, that's from the Bollywood film Duplicate. Wow. One time Bartek mentioned a Bollywood film on this show and I just went, okay. And then we have our other show, The Mystery Box. Oh, do find find random movies from up shops and I put them in a box and well, I we bought did Doom a cop- and I mentioned Doom. And I mentioned and he, I bought a copy of the film Doom because there's the best 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 DVD cover. And I went, Oh, I gotta get this. I showed Bartek and he goes, Oh that's a classic Bollywood film. That's dumb. I've mentioned it on the show before we can't do it. It's great. And I'm like, oh okay. But look at this cover. It's yeah, awful. It's, it's so not funny. the official cover, but it's definitely Are you sure, a funny though? One. It's that's a great funny. cover. The Doom films always have like yeah people standing in a line or whatever. <laughs> that one wasn't people standing. It was, it was people on motorcycles <laughs> shooting each other. But let's hear IMDB and YouTube yep. and YouTube and IMDB he'll surprise us one day and get Amazon. I like, love that. Surprise! And I'm like, no! I, mean, I, I can try it if you want. No, Amazon can stay in its corner. It's a <laughs> naughty boy. Nobody puts Amazon in a corner. Don't gender it. Uh, the first <laughs> comment from YouTube, and these are from the trailer, is... Uh, just give you a chance to laugh it out. Should I sing another song while you're laughing out? Oh, you've already stopped. What are we talking about? The first comment <laughs> is... Oh, you're, ba- you're back to laughing. Go away. All right, now you've stopped. Yep. <clears throat> Won't have to sing a song. You're back to... Okay. First comment is... I'm just doing it on purpose now. Go on. I know, this is a dynamic. We're acting. Uh, I thought you'd laugh again. (laughs) You are laughing. Oh, I made you laugh. Like from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Could you such a reference? That was good. That taught me a lesson. Now I'm laughing. Hit us with your best shot, Bartek. Alright, for real. First comment from YouTube is... So far, the movie is the closest I've come to seeing the Leafs win the Stanley Cup. So while it may be terrible, it holds a special place in my heart. Are they a real team? They're a real team. Evidently. Fuck a duck! I guess I'm just not up to my ice hockey. Yeah. That's why earlier when you were saying, like, no, it's Leafs, I was like, yeah, I know, because of this comment. Wow. Wow. Okay. You learn something every day, my I thought that was, like... A made-up team? Yeah, because it's a joke in the movie. (laughs) So wait, is the movie implicating that the real-life team do in fact suck? I guess. And are called the Maple Leafs? Yes. I guess they're like, they're St. Kilda They're not the multiple leaves. It is like the Maple Leafs Leafs. own something. As if they own own hockey. It belongs to a singular leaf. It belongs to a singular But without the apostrophe. Who's Mr. Maple Leaf himself? It is I, the Maple Leaf, and I own hockey. I want to make a team called the Maple Leafs about how I own this sport, and I shall make the lamest hockey team in the world. And what accent was that? That was a Leaf accent. That was, that ah. was old white man, I think. Weird, because it was black. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. <clears throat> the next comment is, and it's only the second one, is, lol, I'm so freaking watching this. Mike rocks. I'm so freaking watching No, his name's Michael, Mike Myers. Get it right. Chris Rock's a different guy. <laughs> Only Mike Myers could pull off this role. Lol, I cannot wait to see this movie. It would be the summer blockbuster of 08. 
<laughs> you were right. Oh boy. You were right. You know, that person must have a crystal ball. <laughs> you, you know what? All of these comments are really were really optimistic for this film. They yeah. were. They had hopes. Yeah. They had dreams. They had yeah. aspirations. Yeah. I've got four more and listen. Awesome! I had no idea this was Mike Myers. I just thought it was some clever YouTuber. <laughs> it was that PewDiePie at it again. It was PewDiePie. <laughs> YouTube's biggest YouTuber at it again. I think with this was crazy before voices. PewDiePie, but yeah. Wait a moment. Are you, what year? Are you saying. Wait, wait, hold on. Are you saying that someone, say in 2008 or whenever before PewDiePie, went. Yeah, a YouTuber, a thing that's a very small cultural phenomenon before yeah. PewDiePie, really, made a movie, and I recognized it as a YouTuber. Well, did they think it was Fred? I don't know who they thought this was. Fred. You don't remember Fred on Fred YouTube? Fred used to be number no, one. Fred Figglehorn. Right. He was this <laughs> little character who had this high... They He made his voice pitch up higher. I'll show right. you later. Okay. You'll be like, this was number yeah. one? And I'll be like, yes, it was. I must have missed oh, that. Yeah, three Nickelodeon <laughs> movies. Three. And who played his dad in them again? John Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. You will, You might know it, the movie without knowing it because a lot of John Cena memes came from it because he mm. just appears in fridges. Like, he, they'll open up and he'll just be in the fridge and be like, What's up, Fred? He's his, <laughs> imagi- he's his imagination of what his dad is like because right. his dad okay. left. So he imagines okay. that his dad is John Cena because John, John Cena is... Is John Cena? Can right. we please okay. have it be a thing that every time Surab's on, we talk about something on YouTube that he's never heard? Of, <laughs> yeah. Because like, last time like it was kid YouTube, kid yeah, YouTube, kid YouTube. That now was... we're talking about John Cena and the Fred movies. Go on. <clears throat> I've got three more comments that was from something YouTube. Else. Get us with your John Cena. I cracked up when the little dude said, "Put me down, jackass!" Lol. That was a great joke. That was a great joke. It's because it was true. Yeah. Like life. Yeah. This next comment... The Jake Gyllenhaal movie life, not the real world life. Completely agree. This next comment might uh, might be relatable for one of us. Not saying who it is. I have to watch this movie, mostly because I'm Indian. It's me. Uh, Yeah. It was me. Yeah, that's you. I have an Indian friend called Manbeer, and he said to me, Ryan, I have to watch this movie for your podcast, and I won't appear on it because I'm um, Sikh. Guys, not, uh, no I did mention earlier that I used to have a friend who said I'm more Indian than them. I was talking about myself. Wow. Okay. Right. I mean, sure. we have done the film Bender That's... Like Beckham, so we're way more Indian than Sorhan, so there you go. Got it, <laughs> yeah. got it nailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the final YouTube comment is... Give me a pound. Lock it down. Break the pickle. Tickle, tickle. This movie looks great. I will most certainly pay money to see it. Less than three. Which is a heart. Zorab looks confused. But don't you remember that great quote from the movie? It he does twice. it with Vern Troyer at the end to show that they're friends. And much yeah, earlier, no, too. It, 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 he does it with someone else much earlier. The sidekick. Yeah, who we didn't talk about at all. <laughs> he held a bucket that an elf and pooped in. That's all you need to say. Yeah, but he wasn't good at it because the poop still went on the ground. Well, because he wasn't expecting poop. Well, why was he? He's holding because he was distracted by the posse. Right. Okay. You know what? One. He was distracted by his fucking gay skin. Remember? Right. Yeah. I nailed that quotation. Yeah, you did. No, he just said, "It's oh shark skin is like more like gay gay skin." skin. Oh, it's funny because homosexuals have skin. Yeah. And uh, you want to wear it sometimes, but society says no, Ryan. That's homophobic. Get off the internet, and I just say, please, I want to wear gay skin. By the way, so Ryan, that I could come on the new queer eye for the straight guy, and they said, no, Ryan, no, 
get off the internet. Stop trying to find those vor sites. And I'm like, fine, fine, fine. I mean, if you're into vor, then you'll be eating skin. But Yeah, but that's what I'm indicating. Though. It's like I'm taking it up a notch. Hmm. Right. Where would I go online to find skin? Vor sites. That's where I'd go. Go to DeviantArt. Do you know what a vor is? No, I don't. <laughs> that's the innocent. sexual. That's okay. the sexual fetish for eating people. Eating people. Oh, not but not like cannibalism, like whole. What do you? What, no, that's what? cannibalism, <laughs> like a snake. It's still cannibalism. Yes, though, right? I know. Bartek like made it weird. No, no, but, than but it I'm saying, is. I'm saying, like you don't have to cut them up or anything. Right. Okay. No, like you whole. just eat them like a snake. Uncooked. Yeah, of course. Okay. That's like, you want salmonella, right? I mean, you can have sure. cooked in raw, I guess. Nothing stopping you. You know, if you eat the brain, you're going to get real fucked. It's it's like braille for the deaf. You don't have to have it, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did IMDb have to say? How did you know it had IMDb reviews? Because I wrote them. <laughs> oh, so you're the one that gave... Well, I mean, there's two, and they have different ratings. So. Good. Yeah. I, I felt wait, very... There's only two... Reviews on IMDb for this movie? Yeah. No, no, there, there are like 200, oh, but okay. I, br- yeah. I only brought two. Brought Do you two, want to right. bring all 200 and we'll be here for eight hours? I'd love it. I'm having a lot of fun, guys. Okay. Sorab's having fun, and he's got nipples. So that's saying so, a lot. Yeah, so you know it's true. <laughs> I've seen the... Well, the audience before didn't know if you had nipples or not before right, we yeah, told them, so I just want to clarify, he still has them, they haven't run away. Right. No, I can no, confirm still... that he definitely has a left nipple. I can confirm he has a right nipple. I like, he proceeds to look at his right nipple. <laughs> Sorab, as he says, he has a left oh, nipple. Oh. He looks at his right like, it's my there jacket, too. My jacket was covering the right, so I just thought I'd move it out of the way so you can see that the right one is I see a button. Well. well, Ryan, you know... Oh, that's just a nipple, sorry. It's, yeah, right, yeah. The right nipple's big. closer to the heart. Hit me with the IMDb now, Bartek. Right in the jugular vein. I don't know biology, so I'll just hit you in general with it. Jugular vein. The first review that I have gathered of the two is... I'm ready. Sorry, I heard laughter and I stopped. I he was actually clearing his throat, but if you throat. want to apologize oh, to Sir Ben Kingsley, I thought, you can. I thought it was a snicker. No, we don't have the food either, no, Snickers. Yeah. I saw that coming from a mile away. It's snigger. Snigger, yeah. No, no, snicker, you I think. snicker as well. They're different things, though. Hey, let's not get racial about it. Kanye was in the movie. Let's calm down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Roman, he wasn't. I first knew Kanye when he interrupted Taylor Swift. That's truly where I knew him from. That's that's. It. Is that really the first time you think about it? In Australia, we don't care. Apparently, about Kanye, I, until I, then, I knew about Kanye. Apparently, I'm a hip hop fan, so that's probably. I'm a rock fan, fan so. Yeah. Apparently, the reason why he and Mike Myers made that like same time cameos because he was on stage. They were on stage together when Kanye said something bad. Uh, probably on SNL oh, really? or something. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. He oh. just said, I'm running for president 2020. And Mike Myers is like, oh boy, he's not Canadian. <laughs> and his prime minister here. Oh boy. Yeah. Or is it president now? In no, Canada. it's still prime minister. Prime no, minister. I think it's president. Or is it prime minister? No, prime minister prime Justin minister Trudeau. Trudeau. Uh, okay, go on. It's okay, right? Proceed. <clears throat> They're part of the Commonwealth. Proceed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like Jamaica. The first INDB review is so glad I didn't leave during the start. This one is from the 14th of July, 2008, and they give it a 7 out of 10. I'll mention this. I read through a bunch of the reviews. A lot of them were in that middle ground of like 4 to 6, but all of them were generally like positive. Four, four to sixes, they weren't, like, negative. Yeah, right. They thought it was out of five. They didn't realise <laughs> They didn't realise yeah, oh, that wow. it was out of ten. So the sixes really loved the it. Sixes, they, they, they went, ooh, I can give it more than five? Incredible. I will. Yeah. I feel 
that this movie is getting a lot of unfair reviews simply because people can't wait to copy the critics' opinion. God, you all remind me of Sean Penn. By the way, if the Austin Powers series... <laughs> Go on. Hey, my name is Sean Penn. Sure. The Austin Powers series. Uh, yeah. God, you all remind me of Sean Penn. <laughs> By the way, the Austin Powers series never was released. Or wait, what? No, keep going. Keep oh, sorry, going. sorry. If the Austin Powers series oh, never okay. was released, all of you would love this. <clears throat> the movie, however, did start badly. I had read some bad reviews beforehand, but I wanted to go and enjoy this. What I think was wrong with the start was the pure unfunniness of it. Mike was acting <laughs> horribly, note. Note. and the 9 to 5 song made me feel like I was Julian in The Happening. <laughs> Around the time he met Mariska... I love you remember the character's name from The Happening. From The Happening of all not, movies. Not Mark Wahlberg, but Julian. What? No. <laughs> What? You no. remember that classic character that Mark Wahlberg played? Julian? Oh, Julian. you from The Happening? Oh, from The Happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That classic Mark Wahlberg you know, movie. No, sometimes in life I felt like Julian from yeah. The Happening. We've all, I think we've all had a day where we've just been walking around and just thought, I'm just like Julian. <laughs> when I think When Julian... I'm not feeling like Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. Yeah, no, no. I feel like Julian. No. Or Nicolas Cage in The Knowing. Yeah. <laughs> When I think the name Julian, I don't think of Madagascar. I think the happening. Yeah. Okay. Is there a character in Madagascar? King Julian. King Julian. King I think Julian. of I think of Julian from The Chasers War and everything. Oh, Julian Morrow. Yeah. That's good. And point. Julian Assange. Okay. He was my favorite chaser. Oh well, that, that's a good choice. I hear he's being chased, but I think of Lex Luthor's dead brother from Smallville when I hear Julian. Oh, honest. good. And um. There like, you go. That's want more Julian? Welcome to the Julian, the podcast. Julian podcast. This week we're talking about Julian McClary. Here we are. What's that comedic talent like? The next review comes after <laughs> I finish the first review. <clears throat> after he mentions the Julian in the happening line, around the time he met Mariska Hargitay. Mariska. Yeah, but he spelled well. He spelled it correctly, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. So you have to pronounce, to pronounce it, pronounce it correctly. Around the time he met Mariska Hargitay. Brilliant. The movie improved. What I admired about it was the spontaneous and outrageous humour and the cock double entendres. Although I do see why people could hate this. Jessica Alba was miscast. She was acting like a block of wood and the character she was portraying should have been much older and she didn't look the part. Three words can sum this film up. Average Myers comedy. That sounds like a store I'd go to. You want to go to the Average Myers also, store? Like, average Myers Mega. They called it average, but they gave it a seven. Yeah, well, maybe because average his average is so, maybe yeah. if your average is high, that's a good. Yeah. So when the second yeah, okay. one have to stay, I imagine you got a ten out of ten for the second one. I imagine they're loving it. If you divide it by five, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the next review is called. Why do you do it, Mike Myers? <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, you know, I can it? imagine this one being in a court of law. <laughs> Just like yeah. they're at a testimony. It's from the seventeenth of October, two thousand thirteen. 
I went to school with the guy whose birthday was on that day. I was hanging out with Sorab that day. Yeah, we, we were writing a review on IBM DB. We we IBM DB? IBM DB. It's yeah, very not, not IMDB. It's Internet a Internet-based data movie? It's very different to <laughs> IMDB. It's the database of IBM computers. Which did feature in this advertised when she was proceeding to walk out with the lion gag. Behind her was that company logo above the door. And that's no joke. That actually did happen. Yeah. It's like in Johnny English 2, Toshiba, for some reason, owned the MI6 and we never talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) What was the the building called? Toshiba. Toshiba MI6. Yeah. Like Toshiba Secret Agency or something. Did I miss something in the memo in life? Did Toshiba take over the secret agencies of the world? Toshiba runs the world. Secret service, yeah. Of the world, yeah, secret agencies and services of the world. And everything, MI6, CIA, Kingsman, they own it all. KGB... Tobashiba. <laughs> Tobashiba sounds even more Japanese. Yeah, yeah it does sound more Japanese now for, than the already Japanese name. Yeah. For those of you that are uh, good at the maths, you already know that this is a 2 out of 10 review. And for those of you that aren't good at the maths, now you know. I was bad at maths. I thought it was going to be a 5 out of 10. There you go. No, no, no. I said 10 divided by 5. I said two. I was bad at maths. There you go. Sorab <clears throat> nods because he's like, what's maths? Yeah. It's plural of math. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Give us it, Bartek. Right in the other jugular vein. There's two. I'm going to read the review titled, Why Do You Do It, Mike Myers? Here's how it begins. Wow, this movie is uniquely bad. You know the... You know the kind where there are so many little things that annoy you that you don't even know where to begin. Not a question, by the way. Just full stop. (laughs) Anyway. Not a meaningful pause. To a full stop? Go check that. No, no, just straight up full stop. Straight up full stop. Okay. Anyways, let's just start with Myers. He is so very annoying and unlikable that making friends with a landmine would be more fun. (laughs) He isn't shy about trying every racist joke and stereotype about Indians. His humour is that of a five-year-old with many, many fart and punching someone in the nuts jokes. Fun fact, it took 49 minutes for the first ball punching joke to happen, so get yourself into perspective, mate. The advice he gives is shallow, and the whole trademark thing makes no sense. He needs (laughs) someone... Biggest reach. <laughs> it's a fucking comedy, you idiot. They're, they're like, that, that oh bit where he made a joke about like, trademark at the end. No lol from me. That, that was no a sense. major no sense That's moment. That's not how trademark works. I work in the trademark industry. <laughs> <laughs> I work me- at the trademark office and that's not what I do. When I work at the trademark bureau, <laughs> I say to my Toshiba expert, I say to the Tiba, Toshiba experts, is this how trademarks work? And they say, no, no, it isn't. You tell that Mr. Mike Myers, why did he do this? <laughs> why did he do this? You know, I had a really hard time picking what reviews to bring on, and I'm really glad that they're that going was, over well. That was great. That's the thing he gets Brilliant. from all of it. Oh, Those yeah. trademark like, he, jokes. He, he like skirts over. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was racist comments and all that shit, but the trademark joke, which have never been done before in any comedy ever, it's not, it's not it done works. well That's in this. Not how trademark works? You know, I work 
If he was talking about patents, then that's fine. It's but trademarks, yeah. whoa, very different. If he was talking about registered, copyright, that would be even. Copyright, copyright would be that would fine. Be different. But trademark, but trademark. How dare you, Mike Myers? You, you come in here with your Austin Powers ways and your Wayne <laughs> World's ways. You don't know nothing about trademarks. How about you make your next movie, trademark expert, and I star in it as you? Huh? <laughs> how do you feel about that, Mike? That's this person's saying in their review. How dare that? You can continue. Yeah, <laughs> we're not even halfway through, but yeah. I'm fucking fuming. I am so angry at this person. The advice he gives is shallow and the whole trademark thing makes no sense. He needs someone who can support his kind of comedy. <laughs> His kind of comedy, which in this film cannot be done by Alba or Romani Malco. And then brackets, he writes, the hokey player with love problems. And neither is Myers expressive enough to make the whole chewed through story work. Okay. The rest of the cast is forgetful at best. And fills you with rage at worst. And in brackets, WTF Ben Kingsley. Yeah, that's not how trademarks work, Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Also, I just like you to point know out better. You're a sir. The rest of the cast is forgetful, not forgettable. Not forgettable. They're no, forgetful. He, yeah, he, they didn't remember their lines. They didn't. Yeah. They showed up to set and just had to improvise. You know, no, no, they're forgetful everything. because one of them would have known that's not how trademarks work. Yeah, exactly. But right. That's right. That's anything. right. But they forgot. Well, no, no, that, if they're forgetful, that means that they know, but they forgot. They forgot. They, they forgot. forgot. That's what they I mean. Forgot. Like, like they a, they're forgetful because lapse. if they knew, yeah. they knew, they just didn't, for, they forgot they to forgot, tell him. They forgot to tell him. Because everyone knows, other than Mike Myers, that's not how trademarks yeah. work. And then they all, they all showed up <laughs> at the premiere and watched the movie. And then, and then they said to they Mike, went, they're like, sorry, oh man, we're just really forgetful. When they went to the after party, they went like this. Mike, we just got the dailies back. Oh my god, we forgot. That's not how trademarks work. And he was just like, what? And then they were like, oh yeah. Yeah. And then Vern Troyer fell over. <laughs> <laughs> What's great about this review, I picked it because I'm like, yeah, hokey. That's going to be funny. But the trademarks thing is what took off. Man. Uh, anyway, I'll continue it. Because there's like a third left. <laughs> sure. Go on. The story, of course, is the other part. But not, not only is the script predictable... I also got the feeling as if they were trying to make fun of every minority in the flick, and that in a painfully hateful and unfunny way. They make inappropriate jokes about little people, African American, and to some extent, even Canadian, and none of it works. He didn't mention Indian people. No, he didn't mention Indian people at <laughs> also, all. Also, where were the stereotypes about Aboriginals? You said everyone. And the French. And mm, French Canadians. Okay, yeah. I Close recommend. Enough. I recommend you watch it if you are looking deep into your wine bottle. Or just want a new reason to hate humanity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's, that's it. it. I can imagine him. I imagine it's a guy. Yeah. Standing up at a convention for trademarkers, <laughs> holding his his his, his his wine glass in his hand and going, ladies, gentlemen. Wine bottle. No, no, no. No, no, the, the empty bottle's the, on the podium. The, the bottle, oh, it's, okay. on the podium. it's on the podium. No, no, hold on. It's, it's semi-full. He's got it on the podium and he's got his glass and he's, because he doesn't drink it out of the bottle. He drinks it out of the glass. 
But yeah. here's the thing. He's he pronounces it hokey. He's classy. Mm. Guys, now, here's the thing, everyone. I saw this movie. I know we're here to talk about trademark. We all know what that is. We're trademark experts. But I saw this movie, The Love Guru. And I've got something to say. He pours the bottle into the glass and it's spilling over the glass. It's onto his, like, onto his sleeve and it's stained. And he says, like, let me tell you something about this Mr. Michael Myers guy. He comes in in this film, The Love Guru, from 2008. I'm in 2013 and I'm seeing this now. <laughs> and, I, and I saw it in the cinema and I realized something. I had a bit of a problem with the movie. This guy didn't know how trademarks worked. If we enforce ourselves into Hollywood and let them know how trademarks work, there'll be no more flops. What do you say, everyone? And they're all, like, cheering, and he knocks over the bottle, and it smashes, and it just symbolizes everything in that guy's life. Yep. So, thank you so much, trademark guy. We remember you always as that one guy who had that one problem, and there's that nothing else to and you. Nothing else. And gave it a 2 out of 10. I didn't even remember that. I just remembered he gave it a no trade out of marks. No trade out of marks. (laughs) So, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Sorab, you have been so rab. It's a joke that never dies. He's he's been Kaiko good. That's a good one. That is a good one. I think we've I done like that, that before one. too, but Probably. he's been a good boy. He's like been a good that. boy. Thank you, guys. Your nipples have been great too. Um, appreciate it. Bartek, as oh, always, bringing something to the table, and that was mispronunciation of one thing, and then we just referenced I'm it. I'm sorry that I squander my pronunciation. I like how you... I was going to let it go, but then you're like, that's another one I say wrong, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. like you even you, you're like, I've got a feeling on this one. I think you've called me out on it before. Squandered. So... <laughs> I've been pretty good. You know, I brought a lot to the table today. I talked about Vern Troyer when no one else is willing to talk about Vern. You know, he left a great legacy behind. And We I found think... out about your sexual awakening, too. Yeah, we did. For the first time, oh. Mm. On this? Yeah. Heather Graham. Vern Troyer. <laughs> oh, right. Vern Troyer. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> you know, people who look like little babies turn me on. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, now give weird. me some gay skin to wear, internet. <laughs> I want it. On my body! Your <laughs> <laughs> skin's looking well very nice today, though, right? It's 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 bisexual skin I'm wearing today. Bisexual skin. I wouldn't, I wouldn't vore it. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah. I couldn't find gay a full suit of gay skin, so I got some gay skin and some straight skin and you kind of sewed it together. Sewed it together and it becomes a bisexual suit. Like yeah. It's a bisexual suit. And yeah. there's some bisexual person going, I have been oppressed long enough. I'm not listening to that. That's not how bisexual skin works. Yeah, but they're, but they're at the end of the podcast already, so it's fine. So, you guys, thank you so much. As always, you can find us on many social medias, the Facebook, the Twitter. We're on other platforms as well, YouTube. We're on Spotify now. Are you? Yes, as well as iTunes and Google Play. So, Spit and Polish Presents. You can find us anywhere, really. We're on all the things. On Twitter, we are at Spit Polish Pre. Because, you know, we can't fit at all. <laughs> uh, and as always, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Till next time. Remained? Come on, let's do, should I do an accent for this? Yeah, yes. you already said remained. So. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think I forgot about that elephant noise, did you? Well done, well done. Oh, I'm so happy. That was great. I like the elephant too. Yeah, I like the elephant. He sounded happy. The elephant was pretty good too. Yeah. But the elephant killed it. The elephant. Squashed your head. Yeah. Squashed. Squashed.
It's like kind of like a Jersey accent or yeah, something. Yeah, it was. It was well, bit, we're bringing back Caitlin from Evan right? Almighty. <laughs> Get out of here, you squasher. <laughs> now it's getting way more northern territory, Australia. That was very Aussie. I'm one. not from Jersey. <laughs> All right. I'm from Fair. Aussie. You gotta just coffee. Just say coffee and then I'll get you into the accent, alright? Nah, I'm A little say. bit of coffee. From Queens, Jersey. From Queens. Oh, Queens. Oh, see, I was mixing Queensland there. and Jersey, but I guess... <laughs> Queensland go. and Jersey. Because they're very similar places. New Queens, Jersey. Go New there. Queens, Jersey. Yep. Sounds like a... Like, next to Las Vegas or something. Kind you of know thing. what I want to do? <laughs> go Vegas to Vegas? on the other side. You know what I want to do? Go to Vegas. I think, it's, I think we do this every so often, but I want to do a story about it. Ah, uh, because we have a good guest. So, Rev, I think to end this episode, we're going to do a story, a word at a time. Okay. About the movie. Sure. Um, Are you going to start? I'll start. And then do I go second or third? He'll go. He'll go and then and you'll go. go. Okay. Okay. The movie was fantastic. It showed us that people can be incredibly you say attractive? Yeah. Just like Mike Myers is. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> now <laughs> we. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> and that's how you read the story. That's how you I, the I story. thought we were like a gay character. Like he's oh so in. Oh, I don't know where you're going with. I I just thought O could be somewhere to go, but you wanted to rhyme. Oh, honey. Oh, honey.